हरे कृष्णा वेलकम टू एपिसोड ट्वेंटी ऑफ द ए एम ए एम सीरीज आस्ट मी एनी थिंग मंडेज सो इन दिस सीरीज वी विल ट्राई टू आंसर योर क्वेश्चन फ्रॉम श्रील प्रभुपाद बुक्स ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम ज्ञानतिरांधस्य ज्ञानांजनशलाकया चक्षुरन्मीलिमस्मगुरवे नम श्रीचैतन्यमनोभीष्ट स्थापित येन भूतले स्वयं रूप कदा मह्यम ददाति स्वदाक वंदेहम श्रीगुरोश्रीयुतपदकमल श्रीगुर वैष्णवांश्रीपम सागृजा सह गणरघुनाथाजीव साइत सवधूत परजन सहित कृष्ण चैतन्यदेवराधाकृष्णपादगणलिताशाखाता हे कृष्णकुणासीधो दीनबंधो जगत्पते गोपेश गोपिकाकांतराधाकांतनमोस्तुते तप्तकांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदवनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरिप्रि वाछाकलतरुभ्य कृपा सन्धुभ्य पतिता पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नम नमो विष्णुपादाय कृष्णप्रेष्ठा भूतले श्रीमते भक्तिवेदस्वामीनामिने नमस्ते सारस्वतीदेव गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषून्यवादी पाश्चातिणे जय श्रीकृष्णचैतन्य प्रभुनंदीअदाधर श्रीवासादिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे सो वेलकम टू एपिसोड ट्वेंटी ऑफ द आस्क मी एनी थिंग मंडेज और ए एम ए एम से सीरीज सो इन दिस सीरीज वी ट्राई टू आंसर योर क्वेश्चन फ्रॉम श्री प्रभुपाद बुक्स um so we'll quickly dive into the first question tulsi raman rajaram okay so the question is Hare Krishna and Tulsi Raman started chanting mostly 16 mala per day. It'll be good if you can do always 16 mala per day, at least 16 mala per day. Would like to use bead Sakshi mala and it contains 20. Any reason having the count 20? So this is the. chanting beads i mean chanting bag so here there are uh, 16 here and here there are 4 and 3 plus 1 4 and here there are a total of 16 so we divide it like that when we tie it so that the 16 is for the minimum requirement of shri prabhupad and the 4 it's uh, you can do 16 times 4 64 rounds here the original um, count was actually 
Only Srila Prabhupada made it 16 for us because we have fallen. Cannot chant 64. Otherwise, um, all the followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Gaudiya Vaishnavas, they used to follow, they used to chant 64 rounds a day. So this, uh, 20 beads like this, 16 on one side and 4 on the other side, allow one to chant 64 rounds, count 64 rounds. So you pull one down, you know, like that, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Once you reach 16, suppose you want to do more, then you will pull one of these down and then put all these up again. So this one bead will be worth 16. And then one more is 16 plus 1, 17, 18, 19, like that. All the way, 2 times means 32. Then 48, 64. So that's how the count is done. So just like we have numbers, normal numbers, which is base 10. You know what is base 10? That means every 10, every 10, I mean, like, at the count of every 10, one digit goes into this side, like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 10 is nothing but 0, and then 1 on the next, next digit. And then all the way till 19, and then 2, and then 0. So here, instead of at every 10, every 16. So this is to the base 16. Mm. So every 16, like, I think even... Um, you know those uh, color codes? Every color has a code, right? On the In the digital color, has a code, you know? Hex, some six digits, something like that. So, it'll be like a hex, um, what is that? 3, A, F, you know, something like that. So, this is nothing but actually a hexadecimal uh, base. It's like... Um, 16 to the base 16 anyway that's another one topic for another day but i hope you understand all right so next question by ayapa one second i think i did receive some questions on instagram as well so i'll take a look at that as well just in case I forget Instagram taking Instagram questions let me know because I need to take those questions um, so question by Ayapa in a regular local temple in South India we have separate separate shrines for many deities so whenever we see a deity we have to pay obeisances to them like this in one temple like this, in one temple we have more than 10 shrines starting from Guru Parampara in separate shrine, Mother Lakshmi in separate, Sudarshan etc. In their Sampradaya, they used to offer obeisances to the temple Dvaja Stambha, aka flag pillar. Can we do the same in this case? You always write uh, Sampradaya as Sambradaya. S-A-M-B-R-A-D-A-Y It's not B, it's P, P. P for Prabhupada. So, Sampradaya, not Sambradaya. <laughs> I know in uh, <coughs> Tamil, that's the pronunciation is something like that. But, uh, you know, it's Sampradaya. <coughs> now, 
um, we follow the the method of paying obeisances maam namaskuru so krishna said maam namaskuru pay obeisances to me so we follow the system of obeisances taught to us by shri prabhupad in fact uh, for deity greetings if you see in vrindavan <coughs> there is even in mayapur also prabhupad you know he he you can see the video footage also of prabhupad you know he bows down at gornita and then bows down at radha krishna and bows down, i mean uh, krishna balram and then again at radha shamsundar so he bows down thrice so at least you know especially during uh, deity greetings you know in the morning <coughs> so that is our system um of course um, in fact it is said that jagannath puri you know from very far you can see the flag and chakra on the top of the dome of the temple so that itself people would uh, bow down even from very far so that's the that is krishna consciousness prabhupad said so even the even if they are not at the temple from far they see the temple spire the gopuram and uh, you know they they remind them of the lord because in vedic civilization the city architecture is such that the temple is the tallest building and everything is lesser than the temple there's no building that can be more than the temple in height so of course now is kaliyuga everybody's after just money so the financial buildings are the topmost uh, the more uh, tallest buildings so from far you can see this central business district and the college cbd as the most prestigious area of the city but uh, it used to be the exact opposite that means now dharma artha kama artha and kama are given more importance um, previously dharma and moksha especially moksha and even of course bhakti bhakti is even more than moksha so that was given the most importance so of course that is there you, you know the one reminds i mean we can remind ourselves of the lord but when we come to the temple the paying of obeisances we can always of course pay obeisances at the garuda stambha but we also go to all the deities and pay obeisances and in our temples there are not so many shrines i think maybe you are asking um in the situation where you actually visit the ramanuja sampradaya temple there's no um uh, harm in you know offering obeisances so many times because the more we offer obeisances um the more we advance so you can always pay obeisances like raghunath das goswami he was not uh, looking for shortcuts he wanted that uh, not wanted he was doing every day he used to offer 1008 obeisances to vaishnavas not only the lord's shrines but also vaishnavas he will go and bow down 1008 times every day so just like we have 16 rounds the other devotee just the what is it i remember him as tanal raman what is his name tulsi raman yeah so tulsi raman uh, he he was asking just now no how to count so there is sakshamala count counting beads for how many rounds of uh, mala how many times we have chanted but he used to keep count of how many times he has paid obeisances also sankhya purvaka nama gana natibhi natibhi means obeisances offering of obeisances dandavat pranam so he used to offer obeisances like sankhya purvaka nama gana natibhi nama and nati 
the holy name and the obeisances they used to count uh, so it is good to always offer obeisances many times why shortcut no may they may do like that we will follow our sampradaya we will follow you know our acharyas i'm not saying that what they are doing is wrong but you know we have learned in a certain way we will do it like that all right so next question by ayappa again so why in traditional temples birth wise brahmana system is used um you may say the traditional temples but actually they have left the tradition now it was that uh, it was a fact that brahmana sons used to become brahmanas um not by birth but if they are born in a brahmana family they would automatically have the qualities in in the sense that they will be trained in that way so they used to keep that family tradition then they were actually brahmanas and usually this was not a this is never a, a system in place but it was happening like that because of good parentage brahma i mean mother and father they used to be good progeny and they used to be trained up properly for example devotees children's children they may or may not become devotees now there is a good opportunity for them to become devotees but they may stray away right so similarly um uh, the traditional i mean brahmanas who were actually qualified their children can become brahmanas or they may stray away so um in the in the previous uh, ages they did not used to stray away they used to actually follow the principles and become themselves brahmana so that's why we see even kshatriyas their sons like dasharath ram and then after that lava and kusha so they were all you know sons it looks like it's a, what is it word nepotism but they were actually qualified and we can see in um, shrimad bhagavatam the example of vena vena was a very very uh, cruel son of a very saintly father and then we have hiranyakashipu who is a very cruel father but he has a saintly son and you know although that vena also seemingly became kshatriya but he was ousted from that position he was killed by the brahmanas and another uh, king was set up who was actually qualified brahmana because uh, sorry uh, qualified kshatriya kshatriya must be a uh, uh, follower of religious principles kshatriyo hi prajarakshan शस्त्रपाणी प्रदंडयन निर्जित्य परसैन्यादि क्षितिम धर्मेण पालयेत इज द ड्यूटी ऑफ क्षत्रिय टू थर्टी टू भगवदगीता हियर वी हैव फ्रॉम पराशर स्मृति इन द पराशर स्मृति और रिलीजियस रिलीजियस कोड्स मेड बाय पराशर द ग्रेट सेज एंड फादर ऑफ व्यासदेव It is said, Kshatriyo hi prajarakshan shastrapani pradhanriyan nirjitya parasainyadik shitim dharmena palayet. Dharmena palayet. You see that? 
The Kshatriya's duty is to protect the citizens from all kinds of difficulties and for that reason he has to apply violence in suitable cases for law and order. Therefore he has to conquer the soldiers of inimical kings and thus with religious principles he should rule all over the world. So, who were inimical kings? Especially those who went against Dharma in their own lands. It's not exactly maybe he has some enmity with this person. But who are inimical to the path of Dharma? He used to attack them. But if they were actually following dharma, even though they did not have any um, uh, strong army or something like that, he would not go and simply fight and conquer them. No. That is proper Kshatriya duty. So when, even in Krishna's case, when uh, the Duryodhan, they were also Kshatriyas. I mean, they had the martial spirit, but they were not following dharma. Materially, they may be following, taking care of the citizens. But spiritually, you see, they were against Krishna and against the devotees. So Krishna wanted his devotees to be the rulers. So then the Kurukshetra war was, you know, um, organized by Krishna. So, so anyway, the traditional temples, now we may say traditional temples, they must follow the tradition, the Vedic tradition. The tradition of the Vedas means, Chaturvarnyam Mayashrishtam Gunakarma Vibhagasaha. Guna and Karma. According to their qualities and according to their work, they are separated, not by according to Janma Vibhagasha. And in the Bhagavad Gita, they are defined. Huh? They are defined. Okay, I'll go to index because reading the Sanskrit will take more time because we have three verses. 1842 through 44. You see? Samodama so this peacefulness, self-control, austerity, purity, tolerance, honesty, wisdom, knowledge and religiousness, these are the natural qualities by which the brahmanas work. You see, the qualities of brahmanas are given here and, uh, in the, and how they work according to these qualities. Then heroism, power, determination, resourcefulness, courage in battle, generosity and leadership are the natural qualities for, of work for the kshatriyas. Farming, cow protection and business are the natural work for the vaishyas and the shudras, there is labor and service to others. Now, this is not only echoed in Bhagavad Gita, but also in the Srimad Bhagavatam and everywhere in the Shastra. Never there is a place where uh, birthright Brahmanism is actually, uh, or you know, caste system was upheld. But that was actually Asuri, Asura Varnashram. See, there is Daiva Varnashram and Asura Varnashram. Here in the oh, where is it? You know, one second. Asura Varanashram. Chaitanya Charitamrita. The same verse only. I just missed it. Ah. You see, Madhulila, Chaitanya Charitamrita, chapter 3, verse 6. The Acharyas advocate the Daiva Varanashram, the social order of Chaturvarnyam mentioned in the Bhagavad Gita, which is according to Guna and Karma. Do not accept the proposition of Asura Varanashram, which maintains that the social order of Varna is indicated by birth. That means, in other words, the temples are following a demoniac system now, saying that uh, Brahmin by birth. And the Brahmin has no qualities of a brahmana 
एटलीस्ट प्रीवियसली दे यूज टू बी बॉर्न इन द ब्राह्मण फैमिलीज एंड हैव क्वालिफिकेशंस नो सो इवन इफ यू कॉल द ब्राह्मणस इट वुड हैव बीन ट्रू बिकॉज दे हैड द क्वालिफिकेशंस नाउ द ब्राह्मणस सो कॉल्ड डोंट इवन हैव द क्वालिटीज ऑफ ब्राह्मणस एंड स्टिल दे आर गिवन रिस्पेक्ट ऑफ ब्राह्मणस एंड दोस हु हैव द क्वालिटीज ऑफ ब्राह्मणस बट दे आर फ्रॉम यू नो इन अदर वर्नस इफ दे आर कमिंग फ्रॉम देन दे आर रिजेक्टेड दिस इज कंप्लीटली it was at least half correct but now even not even you know 1/4 <laughs> correct everything is wrong see here narad muni is saying yasya yallakshanam proktam pumso varna bhivyanjakam yadanyatra pidrisheta tattenaiva vinirdishet 71135 of shrimad bhagavatam if one shows the symptoms of being a brahmana kshatriya vaishya or shudra as described above even if he is appeared If he has appeared in a different class, he should be accepted according to those symptoms of classification, not according to birth. Yet, anyatra pidrishet. Anyatra means is not born in the same family. Anya, if he is born in another family, but he has the symptoms of this uh, this four varnas, he should be accepted accepted according to the symptoms of classification, not according to birth. And that is the most scientific and logical way to um, you know uh, demarcate human beings' duties. because even in even merit based a merit based society so if a person is qualified engineer he would be employed to construct a building if he is just engineer son oh he is engineer son so let him employ well, let us employ this person to you know construct this building the building will fall apart on day one so we can't we can't do like that it has to be on qualification right then the person can actually do the job so that's why because it has you know this birthright thing and all these things are actually have made religion so called the understanding of religion as irrelevant in modern society they think now the whole world thinks science is what facts are religion is remnants of the past the superstitions the lack of science which brought people uh, people's faith into you know things which do not even exist that's what they see religion as and okay you know they're tolerating religion in this world now they do not like really respect it and they don't really learn from it and they don't treat it as a science anymore because they have come up with this useless nobody is following any system now if you actually follow the systems now traditional temples you're saying now if they were actually tradition following the tradition of the vedic scriptures they will be given so much respect they will be treated as universities because they are supposed to be universities temples are spiritual universities where people used to go and learn about spiritual life about krishna consciousness that was the function of the temples scriptures used to be there and the you know the priests the um, brahmanas even the, or the sanyasis also the traveling sanyasis they would visit and they would hold some discourses and people could listen hmm even up till 150 200 years ago they used to have ram katha mahabharat katha ramayana so they and or vishnu puran something like that they used to have these things going on katha so katha means not just you know a story and then nothing actual training so this was the culture before that is the re- if you want to talk about tradition let's talk about every part of the tradition huh? not just brahmana labels no they are like the bones of a dead body you know like the, the remains they are the remains of a very glorious culture very gro- glorious civilization 
just the names brahmana kshatriya vaishya sutra no quality nothing everything is stripped it's stripped of the full meaning of the whole thing and now just the names remain and the names themselves in themselves don't make any sense you see um so that's why they have become religion has become so called irrelevant now because it is far away from science and you know logic and some uh, uh, rational thinking nothing there so that's why our krishna consciousness movement is presenting uh, the vedic scriptures as the authentic as the only authentic science uh, so everything is makes sense when you hear um from the authorized source like like the, this uh, caste system by by name just by birth that is the most obnoxious system that can exist <laughs> to divide people i mean that's a complete nonsense it did not make any sense to the educated class of people so they abolished it but if it is presented in a proper way oh this is not for division of humans that is meant for organization based on merit based on guna and karma oh okay 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 then it makes sense because now also although they say oh no caste system there is classification there are managers there are workers employees they are uh, there are um, you know scientists everybody is working differently the delivery man is working differently from a scientist who is working differently from a soldier who is working differently from a businessman so these are nothing but brahmana kshatriya vaishya sutra the work is different the salaries the or the remuneration the quality of life everything is different mm. of course brahmanas uh, they don't take anything uh, remuneration that's another thing but you see the the classification of human beings cannot be lost or cannot be uh, given up because krishna says i am the creator of the system you may take out the names brahmana kshatriya vaishya sudra but the same quality of work uh, exists everywhere you may call them differently that's all all right i think there's a long winded answer for this uh, well why do they why they don't follow well there's no answer is no parampara preaching is going on uh, that's a very important part of the answer because if you give up on preaching then the movement will degrade like this and all the temples will have just spider webs some snakes some dogs and you know if if you see south india there's so many huge temples no no more maintained nobody is even interested that will be the result of giving up the actual core of a temple's function which is to educate humanity in krishna consciousness um so we have to take lessons from that and not degrade our movement to that same status hmm. nowadays culture or tradition means just you know some uh, ancient temple oh just appreciate oh the architecture was so beautiful that's it it is it is a relic it's a remains is the it's the uh, woeful remains or awful remains of a glorious culture a glorious civilization if we should not just marvel oh wow what an architecture yeah one side of yeah it's good architecture but that's not at all the point of the huge temples the acharyas when the ramanujacharya and madhvacharya when great acharyas set up temples they set up temples with a, such a uh, powerful reason to educate humanity in krishna consciousness a center where people everyone everyone can come and worship the lord with shrutagrahitaya bhaktya shrutagrahitaya uh, with 
वैदिक नॉलेज बट ओगो टाइम यू नो योगो नष्ट परंतप एवं परंपरा प्राप्त मिमं राजर्षिद स कालेनेहम महता योगो नष्ट परंतप ओगो टाइम थिंग्स गेट डैल्यूटेड दे डोंट फॉलो दे चेंज वन थिंग आफ्टर अनदर थिंग आफ्टर अनदर थिंग अंटिल फ्यू सेंचुरीज डाउन द लाइन नथिंग रिमेन्स जस्ट सम like you know like what they study this so called you know dinosaurs or you know this one that one they study the bones of those animals and then try to uh, you know uh, try to understand what the civilization was or earth was according to their own understanding so these temple ruins or you know this this old temples where it's not even no functioning as the original um, function of these temples so they are just like those bones of those animals of a prehistoric time you know they just they just relics you know they're not that's not the culture that's not the uh, tradition that's just remains the external remains of a glorious civilization so anyway we are restoring that our krishna consciousness movement is restoring the actual focus of this entire vedic civilization of varnashram system of the sanatan dharma system we are trying to revive that even if we can't have such huge temples we have to re- revive the core and then all those other parts are you know just like the body has developed from you know from the time of conception it was just like a pea like structure small huh? um you know almost nothing no manifestation of eyes nothing but then it it developed it developed in the womb of the mother and then finally came out and then further developed and now we have this body right so the core of such development is the soul soul so then the body has developed and it has all the different so many systems so many um, things are going on there is digestive system there is nervous system there is you know this blood you know going around purification of blood and you know going everywhere and everything is managed it's a, it's a complex system this whole body uh, but it is developed with the core of the soul uh, similarly the soul of religion is devotion to krishna now uh, when that is taken out then it's like a dead body the ruins of a temple all these are dead bodies of a glorious vedic civilization of krishna consciousness now what is done here by shri prabhupada is he is again injecting the soul umso retakanashraya you know when the father he injects uh, i mean uh, the soul takes shelter of semen of the father and goes in and takes uh, birth in the i mean uh, goes into the womb of the mother striya pravishta udaram so similarly the spiritually potent Uh, materially potent man uh, he will impregnate a woman similarly spiritually potent father the spiritual master he will impregnate krishna consciousness into the the heart of the prospective disciple and then if he takes it up if the ground is fertile uh, just like if a woman is fertile there will be pregnancy so he will inject the seeds bhakti lata beej hmm, then he injects this thing and then the on, in a fertile heart they will sprout and you know they will be again the core of religion which is the krishna consciousness that will start to develop so if we can move our um, you know movement 
with full you know krishna consciousness from the you know heart then if everyone becomes strong in krishna consciousness following all the regulatory principles and everything so that's at the core of the system and then you know there can be temples there can be big big institutions like prabhupada you know he built 108 temples of course now there are more temples but then the core is losing you know the core we are seeing it's dwindling unfortunately within his core and that is a dangerous thing uh, so we cannot just um, show the big big temples now this is krishna consciousness the core what is at the core are people as uh, krishna consciousness as prabhupada wanted us to be so that's what is important and if that th- fire is there then everything will manifest and all those will con- be considered spiritual opulences otherwise they'll just turn into material opulences like bhaktisiddhan saraswati thakur he established 64 mathas in india but then at the end he was a little bit disgusted so very much disgusted by his third class disciples who were just fighting among themselves on which room to occupy inside the temple monastery temple ashram so he was disgusted what is this you know what i built these temples for the core is the krishna consciousness the preaching the vigor and that's what everyone should have in their heart but if those feelings are replaced by ordinary politics you know just just the fighting here and there for you know petty things then that is not the mission of our movement so then the temple becomes a liability instead of an asset instead of attracting people temple is there a gorgeous temple because so that is to attract the conditioned souls with some spiritual opulence and then you know uh, introduce krishna consciousness to them but if the residents of the temple become you know conditioned by material uh, this thing and use the temple for their own sense gratification then it turns into a material opulence the spiritual opulence it's no more spiritual so that's why we have to maintain the soul of this process which is krishna consciousness that is at the heart of this entire thing all right yeah ayappa is saying those are like a library without books correct <laughs> doesn't uh, library without books is a no meaning you see or university without students and you know professors and books that is what this your know, temples have become now Okay. Wow, that's a long answer. Sorry, we have a long way to go actually. Um, but you know, it is important to understand. Okay, before we go further, I, I need to know show that verse, right? I was thinking of that verse. Um, what is that? Bhagavad Bhakti Hinasya. madhya 19.75 this is very important verse bhagavad bhakti hinasya jati shastram japastapah apranasyeva dehasya mandanam lokaranjanam you see mandanam lokaranjanam dehasya mandanam apranasya hide apranasyeva dehasya mandanam you know what is that decorations on a dead body and lokaranjanam people may glorify such like people may say oh this is a beautiful architecture angkor wat temple of cambodia what is that that's a complete ruination of the vedic culture that was there yeah it's good to look at but it's like the bones of a prehistoric animal that's all it's not the life it's not the living culture that is there right so for a person 
devoid of devotional service or we can take it to the collective for a person or for a civilization devoid of devotional service birth in a great family aristocracy nowadays you know royal families you, you know like i went to this jaipur king of jaipur the palace jaipur palace so there is remains of the the kings oh this is the coat he used to wear this is the sword he had this is the shield he had you know this was the crown that he used to wear these are the shoes the, this was his uh, living room this was what is that you know yeah it's an aristocrat remains of an aristocratic family or, or a king but that lineage the, the current descendant is no more that glorious king who was the valorous fighter the the uh, the religious uh, leader of society no more so it's not the living culture living state of that tradition or culture it's just the remains of a great culture it's a museum piece so that's just a decoration on a dead body now the person the living king who was there at the time that soul has gone somewhere and you know something but people come and glorify and they put museum and then everything and glorify this the, the remains of the dead body of that person or the so called belongings of that person where the person maybe is suffering as a pig somewhere in another planet or in this planet somewhere in the forest or in some village eh uh, here they are glorifying him as a king lokaranjanam lokaranjanam people will glorify but what are they apranaseva dehasya mandanam decorations on a dead body so for a person devoid of devotional service birth in a great family or nation knowledge of the revealed scriptures performance of austerity and penance and chanting of vedic mantras are all like decorations on a dead body such ornaments simply serve the concocted pleasures of the general populace it may be good tourism uh, you know uh, income generator these kinds of uh, temples or what not but they offer no benefit to the to the you know people who come there they must learn they must associate with sadhus who are supposed to congregate there but no sadhus go there nowadays so this verse is very important in that sense <coughs> so okay this is next question by ayappa again sorry for those whose questions i have not yet answered i will answer every question um kindly be patient we will go through all the questions actually i wanted to answer just the main questions but i had no time to sort them out so we will answer every question okay so ayappa yeah ayappa is saying even those sadhus would ask money to do lectures in temples yeah nowadays it has become like that now next question where and how lord rishabhdev disappeared but seems as per jains he disappeared in mount kailash but as for bhagavatam he burned himself into ashes into our, in our town I think it would be nice to get more reference, please. Whereas Jain say that he disappeared in Mount Kailash. Also in Shiva Purana, Linga Purana, it is said that Rishabdev is Lord Shiva. Need more clarification. How much these Shiva Purana and Linga Purana are authentic? And what's your views about the stories in Shiva Purana that Brahma and Vishnu were arguing and Shiva appeared? Is that actually these are pastimes? Uh, first of all. these scriptures have to be received from the pure devotee 
we have to take it from a pure devotee i don't know what these people actually whether it's a real shiva puran linga puran or any just whatever they wanting they're just coming taking out of there so we don't know you know i have not looked at linga puran or what but you know we we take from the pure devotee the mahajana yanagata sapantha the vishnu and brahma and shiva they will have no argument unless the brahma is a non devotee rascal uh, in some universes brahma is not a devotee hmm. like we have, we all have been brahmas one time when we first came to the material world we started off as brahma shri prabhupada said that we were given the highest position to enjoy but then we committed all kinds of mistakes and then we became finally a worm in the stool so that kind of brahmas are not devotees so there may be argument between brahma and vishnu like that or what argument as if vishnu has to like argue with him he can finish him off in one second by his breathing he is creating universes he cannot kill one brahma of course he can and in such cases then uh, lord himself the lord himself will incarnate as brahma if there is no qualified person or if there is a qualified person but then he becomes himself unqualified later on all these different scenarios are there in our case in our universe lord brahma is a pure devotee hmm. but not all universes this is the case yeah so anyway we we should receive the shastra from a pure devotee don't waste your time going into this and that explanation so whereas jain say that he disappeared in mount kailash bhagavatam he burned himself into ashes we follow the bhagavatam you know that is a revealed scripture we have so this is the most authentic version what others may say that's another thing but we follow the shastra what bhagavatam says that is the um, method i mean that is the fact if one more reference what more reference bhagavatam is bhagavatam is the you know purana amalam spotless purana and brahm bhagavatam is showing let's go to the chapter 55 bhagavatam is saying why, why what more reference we want hmm he had all mystic powers and everything activities of lord shubhadev I think somewhere here, you know, there will be some. Uh, this chapter tells how Lord Rishabdev left his body. Five dot six. so here you can find you know ha huh. suddenly there was a forest fire that burned the bo- forest and lord rishabdev's body to ashes so that's how what happened kutakachala i mean here you know you can you can see na 5.6.7 here this 
it's long sanskrit here it's basically not even poetry it's prose so 5.6.7 you can see here actually lord rishabdev had no material body but due to yoga maya he considered his body material and therefore because he played like an ordinary human being he gave up the mentality of identifying with it following this principle he began to wander all over the world while traveling he came to the province of karnataka karnataka you see karnataka in south india and passed through konka venka and kutaka he had no plan to travel this way but he arrived near kutakachala and entered a forest there he placed stones within his mouth and began to wander through the forest naked and his hair disheveled like a madman okay so 568 while he was wandering about a wild forest fire began the fire was caused by the friction of bamboos which were being blown by the wind in that fire the entire forest near kutakachala and the body of lord rishabdev were burnt to ashes so bhagavatam is showing so we just accept this 5.6.8 all right so next question again wow i have five questions today you know i have to give chance to others i will have to come back to your questions later on okay because i usually take three questions and if there time permits then i will come back to your questions so next questions are by diksha chaturvedi second So, Diksha Chaturvedi Mataji is asking, Hare Krishna, please accept my humble obeisances. All glory to Prabhupada. Prabhu, my question is that some people say that best worship is to not hurt anyone and not lie. But my question is that if someone from my family don't like the chanting or doing worship of Supreme Lord and the person is getting hurt if I am doing so, <coughs> and about lying, is that... And about lying is that I sometimes lie... if i have to visit temple or attend some program i also lie so that i can get association of devotees so in both cases how to distinguish between them so you should not hurt people so hurting means hurting the soul uh so those <coughs> now you may be offering all material comforts to a person materially making him or her comfortable but then if the soul is not helped that is actually hurting like prabhupada you know the example is there that bhaktisiddhanta saraswati thakur used to say if a man is drowning and if we save the dress is that helping the person or hurting the person it is actually hurting the person people may glorify oh you have saved saved what saved clothes the person drowned what is that any sane man wouldn't approve of such process so but the doctor's duty he will cut and that knife will hurt you know cutting some body part something like this some surgical operation but then that is necessary to actually help the person if it if that is not done that will actually hurt hmm. so uh, the knife used by a by a criminal and the knife used by a doctor is different uh, now about 
um, hurting what is himsa himsa means violence what is himsa so that is also defined nicely let's see first himsa and then we will come to lying okay so ahimsa our thing is ahimsa we should not hurt anyone right so what is himsa first of all so there is a very nice explanation by shri prabhupad in the madhya lila of chaitanya charitamrita chapter 12 text 135 now here you can see in the purport hmm see here shil bhakti siddhanta hmm Okay, Jeeva Himsa, envy of other living entities here. Now, what is that? That will be explained further down. Uh, the word Jeeva Himsa. Try to remember this purport. Chaitanya Charitamrita, Madhya Lila, 12.135. The word Jeeva Himsa, envy of other living entities, actually means stopping the preaching of Krishna consciousness. Preaching work is described as Paropakar. If you don't preach... we are actually committing violence we are hurting you may be smiling hi you know hi how are you and but if you are not preaching krishna consciousness you are hurting that person because you are allowing him to continue in this cycle of birth and death for millions of years by not mentioning the uh, name of krishna or the knowledge of krishna however however somehow or other that person must be introduced to krishna if not we are allowing him to continue on the path of danger Hmm? So Jeeva Himsa means actually stopping the preaching of Krishna consciousness. So anybody who is not preaching, he is committing violence. He is hurting. This is the ultimate definition of Himsa, Anna Himsa, because this will actually help the soul. Preaching, preaching work is described as paropakar, welfare activity for others. Those who are ignorant of the benefits of devotional service must be educated by preaching. if one stops preaching and simply sits down in a solitary place he is engaging in material activity if one desires to make a compromise with the mayavadis he is also engaged in material activity a devotee should never make compromises with non devotees if he does that is also himsa why uh, because again you are leading the rest of the population into uh, uh, what is that ruination and leading ourselves into ruination by compromising with the mayavadis by acting as a professional guru mystic yogi or miracle man one may cheat and bluff the general public and gain fame as a wonderful mystic but all this is considered to be dust straw and grains of sand within the heart see so this is jeeva himsa hmm. so we have to always work for the benefit of others i think there is other verse now in fourth canto welfare shrimad bhagavatam fourth canto fourth 1236 yeah yad bhrajamanam swaruchaiva sarvato 
लोकास्त्रोह्योकास्त्रोह्यनु विभ्राजत यव्रजंजंतुषु ये नुग्रह व्रजंति भद्राणि चरंति ये निशम the self effulgent vaikuntha planets by whose illumination alone all the illuminating planets within this material world give off reflected light cannot be reached by those who are not merciful to other living entities only persons who constantly engage in welfare activities for other living entities can reach the vaikuntha planets and what is this welfare activities preaching krishna consciousness only preachers can go to vaikuntha planets in other words that means if you don't come to the second class platform if you remain in the third class platform there is no admission into vaikuntha and the uh, hurting talking about hurting well and if you are not doing this preaching you are hurting hmm. but if they feel you know when when the you know when the operation or something is you know there's cut the uh, what is that doctor surgeon when he cuts some part you know it will it will hurt but it will cure the problem right so similarly um people may be hurt because they are materially inhibited so it may hurt them in the beginning because it is you know when a person is afflicted with jaundice he will find the medicine as bitter you know he will not enjoy the medicine especially the medicine is sugar candy for jaundice patient ಸ್ವಾಧಿಂಗ್ It is wonderful that simply by carefully chanting these sweet names every day a natural relish awakens within his tongue and his disease is gradually re- destroyed at at the root. So even though they may feel hurt or they may feel like bad or oh, why are you chanting and why are you doing all this but they what is happening is that they are constantly reminded of Krishna because of you. Oh she is always chanting this Hare Krishna you know. You know. So that is good for them. That is so good for them. If whichever way you somehow remember Krishna and chant his name, that is a one step forward to Krishna. Like uh, you know, Prabhupada said, the devotees, um, you know, said that you know neighbors are complaining that uh, the kirtan is loud and you know, is uh, creating nuisance. Then Prabhupada said, oh, they complain. Ah, oh, that is good. <laughs> But that means they have heard the holy name has entered their ears. So. <laughs> <laughs> so the the doctor he doesn't care whether the patient is crying or not he knows that this will actually the, now uh, now he is on the path of recovery okay he may cry because of some temporary pain but then the tumor is removed or whatever it is the surgical operation it will sets the body in proper order you see so that is good uh, the children may cry but the parents know that you know you know like for example i don't know some food or something the children will cry but the parents will put the child is hurt because oh, i don't I, he doesn't want to be disturbed or something he wants to play the parents always you know force him to eat uh, so that is not hurting the child that is actually helping but he doesn't know what is what hurts him and what helps him the child the parents have to 
force it sometimes so similarly so if they are hurt that means you are successful that means you are actually helping them they are getting they are remembering krishna because of this so that's good next about lying anybody who does not describe the absolute truth is lying if he is not speaking about absolute truth he is speaking of absolute lies this world is a lie i mean we are thinking this world is reality but the world what it is it's a dream yeah it's a temporary reality just like a dream it's not a permanent situation so to treat it like a permanent situation is a lie our life is a lie without krishna consciousness our entire life is a lie now if you know you are lying and then coming to krishna that is transcendental lies those are actually the path to the truth there is nothing wrong with that if you have to do that kind of things it will be of course good if they can accept what you are doing and you know they can really you know then you can be honest with them and then everything that will be the ideal situation but if they're not then you know we have to make our way and out wiggle our way out what to speak even um, who is that uh, sanatan goswami he also lied transcendental fraud and i think well second i think we'll search that hmm 11337 you see who is sanjay said my dear descendant of the kuru dynasty i have no information of the determination of your two uncles and gandhari o king i have been cheated by those great souls so they left without telling anyone so now in the purport you see prabhupada writing that great souls cheat others may be astonishing to know but it is a fact that great souls cheat others for a great cause it is said that lord krishna also advised yudhishthira to tell a lie before dronacharya and it was also for a great cause the lord wanted it and therefore it was a great cause satisfaction of the lord is a criterion of one who is bonified and the highest perfection of life is to satisfy the lord by one's occupational duty that is the verdict of gita and bhagavatam dhritarashtra and vidura followed by gandhari did not disclose their determination to sanjaya although he was constantly with dhritarashtra as his personal assistant sanjaya never thought that dhritarashtra would could perform any act without consulting him but dhritarashtra's going away from home was so confidential that it could not be disclosed even to sanjaya sanatan goswami also cheated the keeper of the prison house while going away to see sri chaitanya mahaprabhu and similarly raghunath das goswami also cheated his priest and left home for good to satisfy the lord to satisfy the lord anything is good for it is in relation with the absolute truth so if a lie is in relation with the absolute truth that is actually truth they're not a lie and if a truth is disconnected from the absolute truth that's not a truth that's a lie <laughs> so you have to know the relative and absolute positions of different things you see we also had the same opportunity to cheat the family members and leave home to engage in the service of shrimad bhagavatam took sanyas such cheating was necessary for a great cause and there is no loss for any party in such transcendental fraud this is the thing now if there is a fraud usually there will be a, a loss for both the person who is a victim and for the person who is the perpetrator of such a fraud because the victim would be cheated of his money or whatever it is and the perpetrator of such a fraud 
he will be punished in due course by the law of the state so both will be at a loss but here Prabhupada is saying a very important point that no party is at loss why? Eh? you have left the family they are all now suffering so no because a person who has taken shelter of Krishna Krishna will take special care of his family what is that Narasimhadev said to Prahlad Maharaj uh, because Prahlad Maharaj said please deliver my father give him some moksha Narasimhadev said not only your father 21 generations have attained liberation just because you are a devotee in that family so I have taken care of not only your father but 21 generations back everybody is going back how Krishna takes care in fact Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said to uh, uh, where was that even a dog in the house of Sarvabhama Bhattacharya is very dear to me you know for Krishna even somebody who is remotely related to the to a pure devotee becomes dear Krishna said what is that Aham bhakta paradhino hi asvatantra evadhija sadhubir grasta hridayo bhaktair bhakta janapriyaha bhaktair bhakta the bhakta of the bhakta if somebody has any affection towards a pure devotee although he would be otherwise unqualified to reach Krishna Krishna's affection extends to that person who has some affection for the pure devotee somehow or other if he becomes favorably disposed towards a pure devotee Krishna's affection goes towards that person even though he would otherwise be unqualified bhaktair bhaktan janapriyaha this is an important point I think that part is there um Sarvam Bhattacharya, what is that? Madhilila 15.284 Chaitanya Charitamrita Sarvabhama Grihe Dasa Dasi Jekukur Shehamora Priya Anya Jana Rahudur Everyone in Sarabhama Bhattacharya's house is very dear to me, including his maids and servants and even his dog, what to speak of his relatives. This is how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is saying this. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, for, for Krishna or Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, anybody who is remotely related in any favorable way to a devotee, he becomes immediately dear to Krishna. That's why, um, who is that? Um, King Kulashekar, he prays in the Mukundamala Sutra with a beautiful verse. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has taught us Dasa Dasa Anudasa. We have to become the servant of the servant of the servant. King Kulashekar is saying, no, 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 not servant of the servant of the servant. I want to become servant of the 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 servant. Majjan mana palamidam madhukaita bhare matprarthaniya madanugraha esha eva tvadbhritya bhritya paricharaka bhritya bhritya Vrityasya Vritya Itimam Smaralokanatha O enemy of the Madhu and Kaitabha, these two were demons, that means Krishna. O Lord of the universe, the perfection of my life and the most cherished mercy you could show me would be for you to consider me the servant of 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 your servant. Seven times. Of course, actually he wants to say a hundred thousand times. But, you know, if the verse will just go on, I think you will never end. <laughs> so, he stopped at 7. So, we can understand how, you know, becoming a devotee, we attract his attention. 
so such lives are actually good so don't be even don't even uh, worry about any uh, sin in such activities they are the most um, pure activities you know to surrender to krishna <coughs> um the other verse of ke das das anudas that is also very nice verse i think it's 1380 मध्य थर्टीन डॉट एटी नॉट मध्य अंत्य मध्य नाहम विप्रो न च नरपतिर्नापी वैश्यो न शूद्रो नाहम वर्णी न च गृहपतिर्नोवनस्थो यतिर्वा किंतु प्रोद्यखिल परमानंदपूर्णाताब्धे गोपी भर्तु पदकमलोर्दासमी so this is actually was uttered by shri chaitanya mahaprabhu so this is um, how we have to understand so we have to so there is no lie and the other one i think transcendental fraud there was some other uh, result of the search let's see that transcendental fraud 32434 what is this Hmm. So somebody want to take sanyas here. I do not know exactly. I think it was kardamani. I don't know. So here, actually, sanyas or renunciation of material household life necessitates complete absorption in Krishna consciousness. and immersion in the self one does not take sanyas freedom from family responsibility in the realms order of life to make another family or to create an embarrassing transcendental fraud in the name of sanyas oh, this is different this is actually a complete fraud now after become sanyas then you become some you know vantashi 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 means you know one who desires his own vomit so a sanyasi you know has given up is supposed to have given up material life so it's like he has vomited all the you know contaminated association of material life and now if he if he wants that vomit again if he wants to oh i vomited okay let me eat it again e that's very disgusting right <laughs> so a sanyasi who wants to again enter into some sex life and all these things then he is called not sanyasi he is called vantashi vanta means vomit ashi means one who desires a desirer of vomit so so that is a transcendental fraud this is not actually a, a glory i mean a <laughs> fraud that can be glorified this is actually a fraud that is condemned that was the you know the other one 131337 remember this any time you know you feel a little bit dejected you read this one 131337 <laughs> all right so 
next question i hope that answered the question Okay, next question by Diksha Chaturvedi again. My next question is that once I heard in a lecture that those born in Vrajadham are very pious and many devotees in Vraja don't take Diksha also. So do Vrajadham Vani or Vrajadham Masi need to take shelter of the bona fide spiritual master? Hare Krishna. So the Vrajavasis or Dham Vasis they are on a different league altogether. Hmm. They are, you know, you cannot really like comment on them. But if they take, you know, shelter of a pure devotee, of course, um, a real re- resident of Raja is he who has in his heart Krishna. His heart is the residence of Krishna. What is that? song Tumara Hridaya Sada Govinda Vishram who has sung that Narutam Das Thakur Ebaro Koruna Koro Vaishnava Gosai that song Tumara Hridaya Sada Govinda Vishram so that line is there so that means Tumar Hridaya Sada Govinda Vishram. So in his heart, in the heart of a pure devotee, the Lord takes, you know, he's he's at ease, he's he's resting at ease in the heart of the devotee. That's why Hanuman could tear open his chest and show Sita and Ram inside. Whereas any, uh, you know, cardiac, I mean, uh, what is that? Surgeon, cardiac surgeon. If he opens the heart area, you cannot find any of this thing. But uh, Hanuman, uh, Lord is there. Lord is there in Hridesha Arjuna Tishthati Ishwara Sarva Bhutanam. Krishna says, I am in the heart of everyone. But then we can't see. Then how come uh, when um, Hanuman you know, tore open his chest, people could see? That is the power of a pure devotee. He can show. He can not only see the Lord in his heart, he can also show it to others. So Srila Prabhupada has given us how to access Krishna now. He not only accesses Krishna, he not only sees, he has given us the method how to see him also. See? So, a resident of Raja is actually that. So, whether they, they take Diksha or not, the Dham Masas are in a different league. In fact, it is said that even, you know, that point where, you know, a person who becomes a monkey in Vrindavan, monkey or a pig in Vrindavan, he must have been a, like a Vantashi who has taken some sannyasi or something and then who has committed some illicit activities in the holy place. Next life, he will be born as an animal in that holy place. And then after that, he goes directly back to Krishna Loka. You know, that part is there, you know. Um, Monkey, pig. No one knows. How to monkey? Monkeys maybe. Pigs. No. 
there is some place where there is mention maybe somebody can help me in that so one will become an animal and then he will go back to the eternal abode of the lord uh, even if they don't get initiation or initiation or whatever they are already initiated um, um, something which they have fallen down to even reside at vrajadham that means they have been initiated in some point either in the previous life or whatever and they are now in the vrajadham and eventually they will go so that is a very special this thing how the souls are uh, souls of the dham or the holy place are uh, existing mm-hmm. what they have what is their background that they can exist in the dham and how they are situated in fact there is another um, place where it is said um that the denizens of heaven they see the residents of uh, purushottam kshetra or jagannathpuri as having four handed forms every resident of jagannathpuri that is also there means they are of a different league you know form uh somebody has posted okay um four handed form okay i'll show this quote maybe you, some somebody can search for me another quote where the residents of purushottam kshetra jagannathpuri jagannathpuri or maybe form search um oh wait that is also already quoted very fast i am very slow <laughs> okay this is good so both quotes are here okay let let's let's make it a little bit smaller i hope you can see still let me take this out okay so here 429 14 i think you know what it's easier let's keep this question here 429 50 what is that 14 429 okay, 14 let's go from here 429 for thank you for the help with the search i need to learn how to search faster okay so <coughs> Yeah. Although this, hmm, although although this clearly indicates, yeah. Here, although this clearly indicates that sex indulgence is abominable and misdirected even from the ordinary point of view, the sahajiyas nonetheless pass themselves off as devotees conducting spiritual activities. For this reason, Vrindavan is no longer visited by intelligent men. Sometimes we are often asked why we have made our center in Vrindavan. From the external point of view it can be concluded that Vrindavan has become degenerate due to this, these sahajiya activities. Yet from the spiritual point of view Vrindavan is the only place where all these sinful persons can be rectified by means of taking births in the forms of dogs, hogs and monkeys. Oh, I searched for monkeys and pigs, but actually hogs was the word I should have searched. Okay. By living in Vrindavan as a dog, hog or monkey the living entity can be elevated to the spiritual platform in the next life and then there is this other one and uh, brahma puran okay let's say brahma puran jagannath okay brahma 
पुराण ब्रह्म पुराण चैप्टर सेवन ओके चैप्टर सेवन ऑफ नेक्टर ऑफ डिवोशन हियर इट इज सेड इन द ब्रह्म पुराण इन द ब्रह्मा पुराण इट इज सेड द ट्रांसेंडेंटल सिग्निफिकेंस ऑफ पुरुषोत्तम क्षेत्र विच इज द एटी स्क्वायर माइल फील्ड ऑफ लॉर्ड जगन्नाथ cannot be properly described even the demigods from higher planetary systems see the inhabitants of this jagannath puri as having exactly the same bodily features possessed by one in vaikuntha that is the demigods see the inhabitants of jagannath puri as being four-handed so the holy places are you know on a different league altogether but we anyway are not residents of the holy place so <laughs> let us take shelter of the spiritual master hmm. in another place uh who bhaktisiddhanta saraswati thakur said many of the residents of uh, holy place are in the third class platform hmm. but we have to take shelter of the first class devotee that's why prabhupada even warned his disciples not to go out and meet people hey, baba ji this baba that baba in vrindavan no because as you know in the previous verse we have seen there is no other place where these uh, sinful people can be rectified no better place so they are actually not so this thing although they are you know they are in the dham but they are doing something else hmm. we are not talking about there are also cheaters and non cheaters but even whichever way you know they are not preaching krishna consciousness either way one is cheating and one is not cheating but nobody is preaching so sometimes it may be to bewilder the materialistic people we don't know how the dham works <coughs> so anyway Prabhupada warned his disciples to go out and you know meet people in the dham Vrindavan. He said the entire Goloka Vrindavan, the unlimited spiritual highest planet of Goloka Vrindavan, he said is within the four walls of this Krishna Balaram temple. Nobody needs to go anywhere outside. Prabhupada said that. Because Krishna Balaram temple is our temple in Vrindavan. Prabhupada built. So why did he say that? Because devotees were going here and there and meeting this Baba, that you know Swami, this Yogi. and they are learning some, some weird things sahaja things and then bringing into the movement and contaminating it so prabhupada did not want i mean if anybody is the greatest residents of resident of vrindavan it is shri prabhupada who is so empowered by krishna that he has preached he has not only made vrindavan glorious in the in in its place but he made vrindavan glorious all over the world he transported vrindavan to every part of the world So he is the greatest residence of resident of Vrindavan. Hmm. Um, in fact, Vrindavan resides in his heart. Hmm. Govinda Vishram, Tumar Hridaya Sada Govinda Vishram. Tirthi Kurvanti Tirthani, Bhavat Vida Bhagavatas. Tirthi Bhuta Swayam Vibho, Tirthi Kurvanti Tirthani, Swantas Thena Gadabhrita. Yudhishthir Maharaj is saying this to Vidura. My Lord, devotees like your good self are verily holy places personified. Because you carry the personality of Godhead within your heart, you turn all places into places of pilgrimage. See? So, for our case, we have to take shelter of the spiritual master. So, what the background of the residence of Vradham is, Vrajadham, is different. Jagannath Puridham, different. Um, 
but we are not you know so intimately related with the dham so we have to get intimately related with the pure devotee and that's ah okay the good subala prabhu is sharing the statement from bhaktisiddhanta saraswati thakur statement on the holy place madhya 10.13 purport very good thank you so much okay madhya 10.13 वैष्णवेर ऐ होभाव वैष्णवेर ऐ होभावनिश्चल तेहो जीवन हिन होनो स्वतंत्र ईश्वर वैष्णव ट्रैवल्स टू प्लेसेस ऑफ पिलग्रमेज टू प्यूरीफाई देम एंड रिक्लेम फॉलन कंडीशन सोल्स दिस इज वन ऑफ द ड्यूटीज ऑफ वैष्णव एक्चुअली श्री चैतन्य महाप्रभु इज नॉट अ लिविंग एंट्री बट द सुप्रीम पर्सनैलिटी गॉड हिमसेल्फ कॉन्सिक्वेंटली इज फुली इंडिपेंडेंट कंट्रोल येट इन इज पोजिशन एज अ डिबोरी ही कैरियर ऑफ द एक्टिविटीज ऑफ अ डिबोरी ओके पर्पोर्ट दिस इज दिस इज द थिंग that i was looking for so shilo bhakti siddhan saraswati thakur points out that because there are many permanent residents in holy places who do not precisely follow the rules and regulations governing living and living in a sacred place exalted devotees have to go to these places to reclaim such persons this is the business of a vaishnava a vaishnava is unhappy to see others materially enmeshed sri chaitanya mahaprabhu taught these activities of a vaishnava Although he is the worshipable deity of all Vaishnavas, complete and independent supreme personality of Godhead, he is purna shuddha nitya mukta, complete, completely uncontaminated and eternally liberated. He is Sanatan, and for he has no beginning or end. So, so this is the thing. Pure devotee goes there to even reclaim such people who are in the holy place, in dhamvasis even. Uh, pure devotee who is empowered by Krishna can reclaim even the dhamvasis. so that is um, you know so these are the, some of the secrets of the dham so by staying in the dham they will somehow or other because they are always dealing with the dust of the dham in one in one place in gorkishor das baba ji's life he said um that no jagannath das baba ji sorry one of them so there is a story where um, he was associating closely with uh, the sweeper class of vrindavan of uh, vrindavan or navadvip vrindavan yeah so people criticize why are you associating with this kind of shudra people and all so uh, one of them i don't know who was i, I keep forgetting so either gorgishadas babaji or jagannadas babaji so he said do you know the value of these people these sweepers are nothing but they are dealing with the dust of the dham so they are very very fortunate brahma himself wanted to become a grass a speck of dust in the vrindavan i think that verse is there no um that verse is there brahma himself wants to become the dust in vrindavan no in fact chaitanya mahaprabhu also said you know ainanda tanujukinkaram patitam maam vishame bhavam budhau um what is that um, forget the last two lines Twenty dot thirty-two. Yeah. Kripaya tava pada pankaja sthita dhuli sadrisham vishintaya. Oh my Lord, Oh Krishna, Son of Maharaj Nanda, I am eternal servant, but because of my own fruitive acts, I have fallen into this horrible ocean of nations. Please be causelessly merciful to me. Consider me a particle of dust at your lotus feet. And Brahma is pray- praying that he wants to become 
grass gopis i think mm wow so many mm Ten, fourteen, thirty-four. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so slow. Yeah. Subal Prabhu is here already. Okay. Ten, fourteen, thirty-four. Tadbhuri bhagyami hajan makima pyatavyam yad gokule pikatamangri rajo bhishekam yad jivitam doni khilam bhagavan mukundas tvadhyapi yad padaraja shruti mrigyameva. Yad Gokule Pikatamangrirajobhishekam. Beautiful verse, huh? This prayers of Brahma is beautiful. My greatest possible good fortune would be to take any birth, whatever, in this forest of Gokula and have my head bathed by the dust falling from the lotus feet of any of its residents. Their entire life and soul is the Supreme Personality of Godhead Mukunda, the dust of whose lotus feet is still being searched for in the Vedic mantras. Panthastu koti shatavat sarasambragamyo Vayorathapi manaso munipungavanam So pyasti yat prapada Prapada simnya vichinta tatve govindamadi purusham tamaham bhajami The speculators, they are not even able to reach the toenails. Hmm. They have no information of the dust of the toenails or the glories of the dust of the toenails. But so that's why it is said, Vedeshu Durlabham, Adurlabham Atma Bhakta. The dust of whose lotus feet is still being searched for in the Vedic mantras. And that dust is covering these bodies of these Vrajavasis, so how glorious they are. So, how do, how do we now go to Vrajadham and how do we behave? It's not that, okay, now I will surrender to any anybody there. See, we have to respect everybody as Dhammasis, but we have to follow our own spiritual master who is the most exalted resident of the Holy Dham and who will take everybody to the Holy Dham who will make others into residents of Holy Dham uh, so we will follow the instructions of Srila Prabhupada uh, and keep to our regulatory principles even Prabhupada was so strict that when people told him wished him Radhe Radhe he said Hare Krishna he did not even say Radhe Radhe to them they say uh, Jai Radhe or Radhe Radhe they say like that in, uh, like that in Vrindavan but he said Hare Krishna. You see, why? Because our thing, our Gaudiya Vaishnava Sampradaya is Hare Krishna. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did not say Radhe Radhe. Now, I am not saying Radhe Radhe is wrong. Vrindavan Vasis, yes, they say all these things. But we have to maintain our, following our instructions of our spiritual master, Hare Krishna. So, alright, I think that was another long winded answer okay next Om Kartavari interesting question by Om Kartavari so the question is Hare Krishna is attraction between man and woman the reason of flow of time like kalpas and Brahma to come and go? Yes. <laughs> Precisely. 
this desire of sex that living entities have is the cause of our continuation of material existence and the continuation of creation and everything going on so a short answer is yes that's the principle graham medha graham medhi person who focuses the entire axis the entire he 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 moves about the axis of sex life that's it entirely centered around sex so <clears throat> diksha mata ji is saying thank you prabhu you're welcome hare krishna So next, oh, this is a big question, how to even write so much? Okay, this is from Pavitra Mataji, but this is way too big. So you know what, I'm going to read only, I'm not going to paste it on the screen because it's just going to like take everything, the whole space, I didn't, even the whole space is not enough, but I'll just... Uh, read it out okay uh, hare krishna prabhu please accept my humble obeisances all glories prabhupad this question is on behalf of one mataji okay. prabhu i have so the mataji is asking prabhu i have read in somewhere that some way if we come in contact with krishna it is beneficial and also heard that those who cheat people in the name of krishna by not presenting bona fide system go to hell with their followers so how can these two be connected as even these cheaters out of ignorance due to strong influence of maya cheating public by not presenting the knowledge in actual, actual sense but some way in their false way they are getting in touch with krishna also or make people chant also so how these two can be connected so okay there is more things actually but i will answer this first and heard also to touch in krishna some way positive like devotee or negative like kamsa is better than no touch with krishna in any way Okay, let's maybe copy that part of the question as the question and then we will go to the second part of the question and that way we can show something on the screen. Okay. So this is the question. Um... contact with krishna is also beneficial yes so now contact with krishna positive or negative is beneficial but those who come in contact with krishna in the negative way the result is different right they get merged when they are killed by the lord they are also liberated but they go into the brahma jyoti whereas the devotees go to the vaikuntha planets so the, di- the difference in liberation between the two is totally different and if in the process of devotional service one offends the spiritual master especially you know the biggest block in one's advancement in krishna consciousness is offending a pure devotee mad bhakta puja bhyadhika krishna says my devotees have to be worshiped better than uh, my worship so um, so this is the this is what krishna like for example we have uh, read i mean there was a discussion in our uh, whatsapp group the other day about uh, nityananda prabhu and how chaitanya mahaprabhu could not deliver jaga and madha immediately because 
only when nitananda prabhu forgave them they not nitananda prabhu devotee will always forgive but then unless that offender comes and repents for his mistake at the feet of the pure devotee krishna will not uh, withdraw his punishment from such person so although chaitanya mahaprabhu is known as patita pavan he could not immediately deliver jaga and madhai because they did vaishnava aparad so even so merciful chaitanya mahaprabhu most merciful mahavadanyaya most charitable most magnanimous but still he even he cannot extend his mercy to a person who is an offender at the feet of a devotee pure devotee especially so this is the one block that will check one's advancement so if we offend the spiritual master that's it nagati kutopi yasya prasadad bhagavat prasado yasya aprasadan nagati kutopi there's no nagati there's no um, standing of that person he does not st- he, he does not have any standing in spiritual life he will be completely lost so we will i'll show you so how to reconcile these two things okay first let me show you um that verse which you were talking about that he and his followers go to hell now if i actually i'll take you to the index it is actually 6.7.14 of shrimad bhagavatam but instead of just that verse i will take you through that whole series from verse 1 to 14 i'll just read the translation so that is shorter you will see what is the thing that okay let's go to 6714 okay and then i'll take you to 1 through 14 tesham kupatha kupatha means exa- opposite of supatha supatha kupatha supatha means the correct path the good path kupatha means the bad path or the wrong path kupatha deshtrinam who show the path of danger you see so tesham kupatha deshtrinam patatam tamasi hyadah ye shraddhadhyurvachaste vai majjantyashmaklavaiva so this is the verse leaders who have fallen into ignorance and who mislead people by directing them to the to the path of destruction as described in the previous verse so what was in the previous verse we will go there are in effect boarding a stone boat and so too are those who blindly follow them a stone boat would be unable to float and would sink in the water with its passengers similarly those who mislead people go to hell and their followers go with them now a person who somehow or other contacts krishna he is coming in an innocent mood you know there is balishya balisheshu and dvishatsu two classes of people who are non devotees non devotees can be classified into two balisheshu balisheshu and dvishatsu balisha means ignorant uh, innocent okay let's go there and come back here canto 11 chapter 2 text 46 so a, a preacher he deals with different people to, uh, differently now ishvare tad adhineshu balisheshu dvishatsu cha prema maitri kripopeksha yah karoti samadhyama so balisheshu on to the neophytes or the ignorant dvishatsu to persons envious persons who are envious of krishna and krishna's devotees this is dvishatsu so a person who is ignorant may not be against krishna's uh, krishna or krishna's devotee such a person can be saved but a person who is envious especially of krishna or his devotee such a person cannot make advancement his advancement will be stunted so now 
you see he shows mercy to the ignorant people and and innocent who are innocent and he disregards those who are envious of the supreme personality of godhead or krishna's devotees also so he disregards them so <clears throat> there are two classes so now <clears throat> a person who somehow or other okay you chant in this way or you know ha and re even if they are separated they they make you know they you know they produce effect of the chanting of the holy name so these kinds of instructions are there but it is only possible for them to make advancement if they are chanting in this uh, innocent mood without having any envious feelings for krishna or his devotee but once we have that envious feeling even the most merciful incarnation jayadan mahaprabhu cannot save you he cannot save us we have we cannot afford to have uh, offensive mentality towards devotees that's why we chant in the namaparad you know um uh, so what is that offending devotees who have dedicated their lives and offending the spiritual master these two are very very great offenses so what happens so let's go to the 6 7 1 through 14 i'll just read the english okay you see 6 7 maharaj parikshit inquired from sukadev goswami oh great sage why did the spiritual master of the demigods brihaspati reject the demigods now spiritual master rejecting his students especially in student indra and they actually had to go through a lot of uh, you know <laughs> they were attacked by the demons and all that so why did that happen why did the spiritual master of the demigods brihaspati reject the demigods who were his own disciples what offense did the demigods commit against the their spiritual master please describe to me this incident now 2 through 8 verses 2 through 8 of this chapter so it's answer of sukadev goswami sukadev goswami said o king once upon a time the king of heaven indra being extremely proud because of his great opulence of the three worlds transgressed the law of vedic etiquette seated on his throne he was surrounded by the maruts vasus rudras adityas ribhus vishvadevas sadhyas ashwini kumaras siddhas charanas and gandharvas and by great saintly persons also surrounding him were the vidyadharas apsaras kinnaras patagas and uragas patagas and uragas are birds and snakes but they are also there they must be exalted birds and snakes of the heavenly planets all of them were offering indra their respects and services and the apsaras and gandharvas were dancing and singing with very sweet musical instruments over indra's head was a white umbrella as effulgent as the white moon as the full moon fanned by yak tail whisks and served with all the paraphernalia of a great king indra was sitting with his wife sachi devi who occupied half the throne when the great sage brihaspati appeared in that assembly brihaspati the best of the sages was a spiritual master of indra and the demigods and was respected by the demigods and demons alike nevertheless although indra saw his spiritual master before him he did not rise from his own seat or offer a seat to his spiritual master nor did indra offer him a respectful welcome indra did indra did nothing to show him respect now here this is what indra did another incident romaharshan suta when balaram came who is the supreme spiritual master balaram is the original spiritual master of everyone hmm now when we say all glories to guru and gauranga that guru is who guru and gauranga who guru is the nityananda prabhu who is the original balaram who is the original guru of everyone Hmm. Guru and Gauranga, Nityananda, Gauranita actually. 
but of course a guru is also representative of the nityananda so in that way guru also but actually guru and gauranga means the guru is re- is, re- is referring to nityananda prabhu or balaram adi guru hmm. so when romaharshan sutra did not rise up from his seat balaram killed him so this that means a disrespect to the spiritual master hmm. so here also same thing indra did not get up from his seat and he did not even offer words of welcome indra did nothing to show him respect now this was the kupatha deshtrinam kupatha means the wrong path that indra has said and in fact that 6714 is indra's own words repenting for, for what he has done and then he said whoever shows wrong path like this what was this as mentioned in the previous words it is mentioned right so this was the thing that he offended his spiritual master and if one does that then he goes down with his uh, stone boat and all the followers also go down with him now brahaspati knew everything that would happen in the future seeing indra's transgression of etiquette he completely understood that indra was puffed up by his material opulence although able to curse indra he did not do so instead he left the assembly and in silence returned to his home indra the king of heaven could immediately understand his mistake see indra was at least intelligent enough to understand nowadays people are not understanding you know iskon also they have offended prabhupada not understanding this thing still not accepting no 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 we are following prabhu we are actually real followers they are saying like this and the movement is going downhill like anything you may have the numbers the, the structures and everything but it's becoming the aprana seva deva dehasya mandanam the decorations on a dead body is becoming like that slowly because the core the the soul of krishna the krishna consciousness which is the soul of this movement that consciousness is departing from this body of iskon unnecessary principles are being introduced hmm. so it's becoming a dead body slowly it does not become anything any established institution won't go down in a, in a in a in a overnight it will happen over time sakaleneha mahata yoga nashta krishna said sakaleneha in due course of time kala it became nashta so it becomes it will take some time for it to dwindle so but it starts off like this when the principles of the acharya are compromised and that's what is happening so realizing he had disrespected his spiritual master he condemned himself in the presence of all the members of the assembly same so 6711 alas what a regrettable deed i have committed because of my lack of intelligence and my pride in my material opulences i have failed to show i failed to show respect to my spiritual master when he entered this assembly and thus i have insulted him although i am king of the demigods who are situated in the mode of goodness i was proud of a little opulence and polluted by false ego under the under the circumstances who in this world would accept such riches at the risk of falling down alas i condemn my wealth and opulence indra is condemning his own wealth and opulence if a person says one who is situated on the exalted throne of a king should not stand up to show respect to another king or a brahmana it is to be understood that he does not know the superior religious principles then he says this leaders who have fallen into ignorance and who mislead people now he is a leader now indra is a leader of the demigods and the, even inhabitants of earth and lower planets they worship demigods so they are also followers of those demigods and he is a leader of those demigods so he is leading not only the demigods but also all the people who worship the demigods he is setting a very bad example for billions upon trillions of living entities at one time with that action every small action counts 
बिकॉज यद यद आचरते श्रेष्ठ तत्व देवे तरो जना वट एवर ग्रेट मैन डज कॉमन मैन विल फॉलो सो ही बाय जस्ट डूइंग दैट वन एक्शन ही इज शोइंग दैट एग्जाम्पल दैट बैड एग्जाम्पल टू एवरी सिंगल पर्सन इन दैट लोअर प्लैनेटरी सिस्टम्स बिगिनिंग फ्रॉम स्वर्ग लोक सो कुपथ देशीणाम कुपथ यू नो सो लीडर्स वो फॉलो इन टू द इन टू इग्नोरेंस एंड वो मिसलीड पीपल बाई डायरेक्टिंग दैम टू द पाथ ऑफ डिस्ट्रक्शन आर इन इफेक्ट बोर्डिंग अ स्टोन बोट एंड सो टू आर दोज हु ब्लाइंडली फॉलो दैम अ स्टोन बोट वुड बी अनेबल टू फ्लोट एंड वुड सिंक इन द वॉट विद इट्स पैसेंजर्स सिमिलरली दोज हु मिसलीड पीपल गो टू हेल एंड फॉलोअर्स गो विद दैम so um you see this is different this is enviousness and when we envy a pure devotee like this we have no standing nagati kutopi and krishna also i mean krishna could not stop his own sudarshan chakra from uh, um, killing durvasamuni uh, because amrish maharaj even when durvasamuni went to narayan lord narayan sweet he said i cannot help you go and bow down on amrish amrish maharaj feet and then the sudarshan chakra will leave you so krishna can do anything but he cannot stop the punishment of those people who try to offend the devotees hmm. that's why there is this verse in that um, 9 469 i guess especially this last two lines sadhushu prahitam साधुषु प्रहित तेज प्रहर्तु कुरुते शिव वन सो कॉल प्रॉवेस वेन एम्प्लॉयड अगेन्स्ट द डिवोटी सर्टनली हार्म्स ही हू एम्प्लॉयज इट दस इट इज द सब्जेक्ट नॉट द ऑब्जेक्ट हू इज हार्म द ऑब्जेक्ट ऑफ सच अटैक इज द डिवोटी द सब्जेक्ट हू इज एक्चुअली द पर्पेट्रेटर ऑफ द अटैक ही इज हार्मड नॉट द ऑब्जेक्ट the devotee is not harmed but the subject who is trying to do this to the devotee he will be harmed by the arrangement of krishna so um, these are important things to note and that's why those who you know does these kind of things and you know show the wrong path then misleading is very bad you are going on the wrong path you go alone the sin is not so bad you already bad but it's not so bad but if you lead many others into it then even worse You see in the Isho Isho Panishad 18th verse, Agne naya supatha raya swam asman. Supatha means you see supatha by the right path. Kindly lead us in the right path, O Lord. Supatha and here Indra is leading them in the kupatha kupatha deshre naam. So su and ku this is good and bad. So one who goes against the spiritual master, you know he. One Narayan Krishna Das is asking, why why you hate Gaur Gopal Das? Make about Mayavadi, not about Gaur Gopal Das. Yeah, I made about Mayavadi. I have no hatred against Gaur Gopal Das. I have hated against Mayavadi. So my unfortunately, Gaur Gopal Das is presenting Mayavadi philosophy, or not even worse. I mean, just complete material material philosophy. So that's why we went against him. It is not we are against him. If he changes his ways and you know surrenders Prabhupada and Of course, you know we we will respect. Why not? But if he is showing this kupatha, kupatha deshri nam, if he is showing the wrong path like this, 
then we have to expose that to to save the other people now the person may not listen now gorgopal das may not listen uh, and uh, change his ways but at least the people at least some of the people of his blind followers can be saved you know if they are fortunate by listening to this and i have received so many communications from many many people hundreds of people saying that they have been saved from that illusion of so called help that they were receiving from gorgopalas and then they started reading bhagavad gita and now they are making good progress yeah yeah we will make videos about <laughs> we will make videos about everything it's it's coming because like we cannot do everything at once so it will take time so we will do progressively we will make videos of every nonsense that is going on that is everything that falls short of complete surrender to krishna we will we will make videos and enlighten people it's not about to fight with anyone it is to enlighten the people <clears throat> okay so next question so this is from the same uh, essay question <laughs> this is part 2 maybe so prabhu i'm not comparing these cheaters with devotees of course in all sense devotee is the best no doubt but i'm comparing these cheaters with ordinary human being among them who is more benefited in krishna conscious future life as in case of cheater even in cheating propensity they come in contact with krishna but in other case they are still not in contact with krishna but they're not envious or against krishna but just out of ignorance is working for gaining pious by karma kandic activities so with this we have kind of explained okay this whole thing the next two paragraphs also we have explained. so basically she is saying um how is it that they are cheating yes but in the name of krishna but they still using krishna's name whereas the cheaters in the and materially cheating them without any krishna they are not cheating on krishna's name um but they are also cheating these people are also cheating how can these people go to hell so as i said innocent and envious those who don't do not know about krishna when they lead other people yeah that is bad but at least they are not directly offending the lord but if i take krishna's name and offend him that is a very great disservice you see and that is what will cause the problem Uh, because of the envious dvishatsu hmm. so that enviousness is what will keep us devotion services for the nirmatsaranam so that's why spiritual uh, i mean uh, fraud in the name of uh, transcendental in the in the in the matter of transcendence is very bad cheating people in the name of uh, religion that is the worst thing because religion is established personally धर्मं तो साक्षात भगवत प्रणीतम पर्सनली बाय द लॉर्ड ही कम्स डाउन यदा यदा धर्म से ग्लानिर्भवति भारतम धर्म संस्थापनार्थाय ही कम्स टू एस्टाब्लिश रिलीजियस प्रिंसिपल्स पर्सनली ही कम्स डाउन एंड टू विलीफाई दैट मिशन ऑफ द लॉर्ड बाय कॉन्कॉक्टिंग समथिंग एल्स दैट इज टोटली मिसलीडिंग दैट इज द बिगेस्ट मिसलीडिंग वन कैन डू it is far bigger cheating than cheating on a material platform without krishna's name with krishna's with spirituality if one cheats that is far bigger cheating because we are directly interfering with the lord's mission in this case hmm. you see so you see urdham gachanti satvastha madhye tishtanti rajasa jagannya gunavrittistha adho gachanti tamasa 14.18 those situated in the mode of goodness gradually go upward 
in the mode of passion live on the earthly planets and those in the mode of ignorance go down to the hellish worlds okay now who will go to the hellish worlds those in the mode of ignorance and passion they live on these worlds or you know passion usually spirals down to ignorance only if you come to goodness then you, and even further go down to go up to shuddha sattva then you are safe even in the goodness you are not safe you can even spiral down as long as we are in the material world we will always spiral down towards ignorance just like gravity always goes down downwards so the one always always gravitates towards the mode of ignorance even if one is in goodness he will if he does not make endeavor to rise to shuddha sattva he will always go down now <clears throat> um 18 chapter ಕಾರ್ಯಮೇ ayathavat prajanati buddhi sapartha rajasi o son of pritha that understanding which cannot distinguish between religion and irreligion between action that should not should be done and action that should not be done is in the mode of passion so what is religion what is religion if you cannot distinguish between that then that is passionate it's no it's not in the mode of goodness and finally adharmam dharmam itiya manyate tamasavrata sarvarthan viparitam cha buddhi sapartha tamasi that understanding which considers irreligion to be religion and religion to be irreligion under the spell of illusion and darkness and always strives in the strives always in the wrong direction of partha is in the mode of ignorance so if people are in this category and those who are leaders of this category preaching irreligion as if it is religion as if it is as important as religion and considering religion to be as important unimportant as irreligion if they do this they will go where mode of ignorance that means what to the hellish worlds again this also proves that the world go to hell hmm. so this is not proper path <clears throat> so narayan krishna das is going on saying don't spread negativity he is making so many devotees huh? what is what he is teaching that matters not his devotees come on i mean you don't know even what is to be followed you ever saw prabhupad preaching did he ever preach material uh, is motivational nonsense valentines day message and all these thing you know how to break up uh, how to patch up from a break up break up this is what prabhupada taught don't talk rubbish you know you first of all learn what is preaching from shri prabhupada okay you don't know anything simply talking you know you first of all have to know how to preach shri prabhupada starters let us follow his instruction so many people could have become devotees if it was taught properly not taught properly and we cannot support this come on we cannot support this at all prabhupada will give a tight slap if any in fact kirtananda did like this he was preaching some mundane things and some impersonal things sometimes christian things whatever he was just preaching all all over the place and prabhupada very strongly criticized him you don't know anything i mean why are you you know simply you know uh, you know wagging you know simply you know shouting and whatever you want you first of all learn the standard of preaching okay don't support this nonsense you if you want to support sanjan go and support you know be in his, be his in his fan club okay this is not what prabhupada will allow and we will also not we will also not sit silent if so and seeing so many people you know being misled how 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 he described bhagavad gita so derogatory 
it was insulting to bhagavad gita completely and that's why we had to make the video how can we sit silently when krishna is being insulted like that comparing him to some lion king and some absolute rubbish not a single message of the gita was preached in that video in that podcast episode please don't come and teach us these things <clears throat> is con uh, narayan is saying iskm is right so why iskm is not popular we are only here for the how many years preaching uh, um, worldwide you know we have waited for the iskm to change and you know um, uh, employ the rithvik system and all that they were not doing and only in 2012 did we start actually going out to other countries and you know preaching and you know preaching more in the media only since 2017 so give us time let's see you know when prabhupad went to america he was also not popular but over the course of time it's not about being popular or unpopular even if prabhupad said even if nobody comes preach the only the truth don't change anything we will stick to that principle and krishna will send the sincere people okay all right so but how as it is also said that krishna takes only the positive part of everyone as in the case of putana now krishna takes the positive path but what is positive in going against his uh, established principle of religion uh, the little bit he mentions about krishna and all this uh, <clears throat> so if he na- uses krishna's name for his own sense gratification that is not positive Hmm. the positive means if he is innocent innocently doing okay whatever little bit he did without his knowledge uh, whatever good he did uh, okay i will take that but he is not particularly envious this is for nirmatsaranam those who have matsrata those who have envy uh, they krishna will put them down in lower and lower and lower species and that is not being cruel let me make that clear again krishna is uh, is kind he, he looks at the positive part yes but he wants to correct his children everybody is his ch- child right so by putting them in more uh, this thing more uh, suffering position that is good for them punishment now sometimes a father may you know give one tight slap to the child if he is doing something nonsense now that is good for him because ultimately uh, he will come to the right path suppose he went and uh, robbed a bank should the father uh, glorify him oh please don't do like that you know that's uh, not good for you uh, what is this he should immediately you know take action what kind of father otherwise so to why did he come to the point of bank robbery because in the early days if he you know when he was doing something he was not corrected so even if he does some wrong things even though however small it they may be in childhood if, if he corrects him uh, then it is you know uh, that is help for him correct so that is what we are saying that you know these uh, things must be corrected and krishna corrects that by putting them down and then they eventually work their way up and you know after very very long time they again will come back and resume from where they have left but then they have to be punished punishment is good for them so krishna is never unkind but um, you know he is he is we cannot understand his mercy actually this whole material world is mercy only he is merciful in giving us a chance to enjoy on our own even though it is not what he desires at the same time 
this material world the you know he is making the situation in such a way that eventually after even though if maybe maybe millions and trillions of years later the person the soul will actually be um you know actually will will turn back to krishna because <laughs> the way material world is created you know at one point you will be puzzled hey what is this then we'll turn back to krishna so that is again mercy and then he comes himself personally to the material world and you know uh, enacts his pastimes and attracts all the conditioned souls and leaves behind his teachings you know every everything that is all again mercy and then he sends acharyas he leaves vedic literatures so everything is directed to help us so even that punishment is good for us so that we don't remain in human life and mislead more people just go to animal life you know go and as a fish and you know be eaten by other fish and go to the next fish body and the next fish like this like go all the way back to the human life again after trillions of years you know so this is good for him because he will not commit more sin by misleading more people so everything is actually mercy it's only we think it is you know favorable or unfavorable but krishna is always acting favorably even though we may like <laughs> a thief when he sees a police police is meant for maintaining law and order he is not meant for creating chaos but a police does create chaos in the life of a criminal he will shoot him or he will you know, handcuff him and put him in jail and you know like years and you know, years so that is kind of chaos the whole life is in chaos because of the police so he may fear the police and treat the police as an unfavorable influence or an unfavorable situation but that is because he is a criminal but actually the police has nothing to do with causing um, uh, i mean people's lives uncomfortable making people's lives uncomfortable they are supposed to make people's life comfortable hmm so i mean an actual police real how police should work so likewise so maya and even i mean this so called punishment that krishna meets out through the agency of maya is actually good for us but we only consider it as unfavorable because we are criminals prasits but a devotee he, even though he goes through all these negative situations he always sees that this is actually the mercy of the lord so he understands that hmm. that is that actually attracts krishna that surrender same so <clears throat> wow we have so many questions <laughs> so basically that long question was about this so i kind of answer i hope uh, that is understood and now we have more questions oh wait a second we have lot of questions i don't know when we're going to finish <laughs> i really don't know and there are so many questions on instagram maybe i have to ans- answer the ins- instagram questions separately or something on instagram i don't know okay let's try okay first one by dimitri i think we need to have a part 2 of this amm session i don't know how to manage everything otherwise Okay. 
Dimitri is asking, Hare Krishna Prabhu, please accept my humble obedience and all close to Prabhupada. This question from the first test in BVA program, you asked me to post it here. I had to answer what kind of relationships we have with Krishna. The fifth rasa is conjugal lover, Madhuri Ras. It is not clear for me because we can only be a Krishna's wife in the spiritual world, but we cannot be a husband and have Radharani as our wife. Although Krishna says that the way we surrender unto him, the way he reciprocates, since we are Prakriti, female principle, but cowherd boys and couples of husbands and wives are also there. I am confused. So, okay. So, now we have to understand that the relationship with Krishna, the relationship in the spiritual world is always with Krishna, not with his energies. The difference between Hanuman and Ravan is that Hanuman's relationship was with Ram. So he wanted Sita to be in Ram's service. He was considering himself as a dut of Ram. Whereas Ram, uh, Ravan wanted to be in relationship with Ra- Lord's energy. So that is different and without Ram. So in this material world, everybody is actually wanting to be in relationship with this material world. That is demoniac. So to have to to have an independent relationship with Radharani without Krishna, that is demoniac. That is exactly Ravana's mentality. That's why one cannot be a husband or a conjugal lover with Radharani. Because there is a, she's the energy of Krishna. She's meant for his satisfaction. So he is the Purusha, we are the Prakriti, we are the female principle. Female principle means not only gopis. Even cowherd boys are female principles because they are cooperating with Krishna's enjoyment. So, Krishna is the original enjoyer. Okay? Bhoktanam, uh, Bhoktaram Yagatapasam. So, he, uh, Krishna is saying, I am the enjoyer. So, in all relationships, Krishna is the enjoyer and all the devotees are only serving uh, to satisfy him. Samsiddhir Haritoshanam. Haritoshanam is the principle of spiritual world. The satisfaction of Hari. So, now why devotees take shelter of Radharani? They say, Radhe Radhe, Jai Radhe. Or Hare Krishna. Hare also means Radharani. So why? Because she is dear to Krishna. They actually, they are not interested in Radharani, to have a relationship with Radharani in the, in, 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 independently of Krishna. No. They are praying to her to, you know, um, recommend us to Krishna. So the relationship is with Krishna. And that's why relationship with Radharani is important. That's why relationship with the spiritual master becomes important. Everything becomes important. Because it's related to Krishna. But if you just have a relationship with someone and that person does not have a relationship with Krishna, that is not the same as having a relationship with someone who has a relation with Krishna. I hope that is understood. So, that's why we cannot have a relationship with Radharani. No, that's Ravan, Ravan mentality. He wanted to have a relationship with Sita. But then the moment he wanted like that, he got a Maya Sita. Kurma Puran actually, you know, has uh, given this that he, Ravana, when he kidnapped, he actually did not kidnap the real Sita. When Sita went into the hut to bring the, some fruits to give to the Ravan who was in the in the guise of a sadhu, he, she wanted to serve a sadhu and she went inside and brought the fruits. But actually, the Daiva Rahasya, the Rahasyam, the secret is that, in the, in the Kurma Quran it is stated, that when she went inside, Agni Dev, she went to his planet and Maya Sita with the same form was uh, made to come out of the hut and what uh, Ravana kidnapped was the Maya Sita 
so when we try to enjoy the lord's energies that's the precise moment we are admitted into the material world for rehabilitation and here we you know <laughs> try to enjoy his energy to the max and then finally we understand but now these impressions of why can't we have a relationship with radharani is again the same mentality which actually brought us into this material world you see that so we cannot have i hope that is clear now if anything please uh, message in the comment section okay dimitri second question oh this is big question let me try to copy so the question is by uh, dimitri bhakta dimitri my question is based on 3526 actually there are many places like that when it is said that living entities appear it means they receive material bodies right because it makes me confused when i read how living entities appear from god sounds like they are born but they are neither beginning nor end for the soul also he casts his glance at the material energy and impregnates it with living entities so where were living entities before he impregnates material nature if they are never born okay they in the previous creation when the creation was you know when the creation was uh, brought to a close means everything was annihilated because is bhutva bhutva pralayate you know we will uh, move this a little bit to the side so i mean bhutva bhutva pralayate so in the previous creation at the end of creation there were still millions of trillions and you know gazillions of souls who still did not surrender to krishna so where they go when the, everything is destroyed where they stay uh, they stay in the the um, body of mahavishnu you see they stay in the body of mahavishnu and when the new creation again creation happens then the lord impregnates these living entities who were in their previous lives whatever they were doing they will continue from there next life so whatever they were thinking at the last point during their death at the last annihilation that thought is again revived that actions so according to that they take their next birth in the new creation so they never created yes but they are souls waiting you know so when there is no nothing then they go into the body of mahavishnu and again they come out and impregnates them so is asking this question also connects to with jiva fall topic but i wouldn't touch upon it it's too big and it will take too much time though it's an important topic which deludes some devotees and me also i also attach a letter that answers a similar question letter to madhudvisha los angeles 16th may 1972 so in the letter it says the living entities are not created the material world is created just like a building is constructed not the inhabitants sometimes we the word created is used in connection with the living entity but then it is to be understood that it refers to the manifestation of the marginal energy of krishna we say that the spiritual world is a creation of the spiritual energy but actually the spiritual world is never created and is just to indicate to what department it belongs so the jiva fall topic you know we can we can fall down propad said in the sense that any man in the society he can go to prison that capacity he has everybody 
but a lawful man an honest man a religious or you know moral man he is not expected to break the law, uh, rules of law and fall down into and fall into the prison but the chance to go to prison everybody has i can do something stupid and in a second i will be in the prison house in the second i can be in one second i can be arrested if i do something wrong so that that is always there that risk is always there but it depends upon me how i act so if i choose not to then i i can stay in the spiritual world and if i choose to misuse my independence then i will fall down hmm. so okay narayan krishnadas is asking some question we will get to your question you know we will um, we will come to your question because there are other questions so let wait first we get because so many questions have come I have to go in order because they have asked the question first, na? So please. I mean, Jeeva Fall that Gaur Govinda told about. Now, Gaur Govinda Swami, whatever he talks, we don't care. Understand? We have to take from Sri Prabhupada. He is defective in many ways. Yeah, he said opposite of what Sri Prabhupada is saying in many things. He says, "Oh, sound with without uh, the lips of a pure devotee is is not potent. It must come from the lips of a pure devotee." the audio tape of probhas is not does not have the transcendental potency it must come from the lip absolute rubbish is not what probha said and i mean what is the potency potency means what that changing the, the the knowledge that comes out will change the knowledge that is coming out that is important yes he speaks but then the speaking can reverberate all throughout history of time through through the eternity of time like what prahlad prahlad maharaj spoke millions of years ago is recorded and today we are reading the verses by prahlad maharaj that is recorded that is as potent especially when it is explained by a pure devotee in the parampara see so prabhupad's explanations are there in the purport so these are all potent but this gorgona says otherwise he has no understanding of the guru i mean the the potency of the transcendental sound and he is talking as if he understands is a big big misleading he was doing and now also there are still so called followers who do this who who subscribe to his so called philosophy it is rubbish i mean we cannot do this and who asked him to become a guru nobody asked him to become a guru never gave order probhat never gave the order and he took up and misled other people in singapore he came and said in the class here oh shri prabhupad has taught you how to go to the shore of the ocean i am teaching you how to dive deep into the ocean and get the pearl he said that in this class here in singapore when he was that when this temple was under iskon 1990s he did that sanugopal prabhu and other devotees old time devotees they are witness of this hmm. <clears throat> ryan kushal is saying but gorgobind swami is a pure devotee because he had a gopal deity and that deity had done miracles whatever it is you are reading from his side but we see from how he has manipulated the movement uh, if he is a pure devotee he will not go against the spiritual master pure devotee never goes against the spiritual master prabhupad never gave the indication never gave the order for him to become guru he did on whose order and then he is introducing these things ha uh, the transcendental sound uh, person must be physically present lips from the lips of a pure devotee you cannot hear from the tape then why did prabhupad ask everybody uh, his disciples to record the tape huh? why did he write books and he said 10000 years these books will go on why 
and why did you set up the rithvik system in written form why and he is the guru and he is the currently anybody who reads prabhupada's books they are understanding whereas we have no access to the previous acharya's books without having come in contact with shri prabhupada because shri prabhupada only the movement he is the current link in the sampradaya we would go through him <coughs> how can the deity reciprocate if he is not a pure devotee now okay many people can tell many many stories okay we have to first of all see the symptoms of a pure devotee okay pure devotee means he follows his guru first thing is the first symptom and doesn't try to supersede his guru and try to overtake his guru then he will fall down so here in here also so much politics happened because of his manipulation here the devotees are witness to all of that everywhere he this happened how after initiation he turns them away from the temple president and makes them his own click all this i mean so many these are not you know things that a pure devotee would do what shall prabhupada would do anyway i am uh, <clears throat> narayan krishnadas is going on asking the same question can i please hear me out we will answer the questions in order and wait for the turn please because there are so many questions i have to answer them in order hmm. Dimitri here in Russian ISKM we have lost two people became because they became misled about by Gorgovinda yes i had a debate with them um and now these people made a video showing that rithviks are rubbish yeah oh they made already huh he said he will make so if they have already made then uh, you can maybe share wing link to me with a private message but we will also make a video don't worry on how this person is rubbish completely offending shri prabhu completely of an I'll, i'll show you all the chat logs what he wrote completely offensive to prabhu pad zero brains whenever go somebody goes against prabhu pad they they display their zero brains complete loss of intelligence and actually i'll show you this thing i'll show you I, they get the t- philosophy completely wrong when they do this and i was saying wow it's like really interesting But then you see this eleven three forty eight of Shrimad Bhagavatam, Labdhva Anugraha Acharyat, Tena Sandarshita Agamaha, Labdhva Anugraha Acharyat. By the Acharya's mercy, we will understand Tena Sandarshita Agamaha, having obtained the mercy of the spiritual master who reveals to the disciple the injunction of Vedic scriptures. The devotee should worship. So the devotee will receive. Hmm. Devotee will receive mercy from the spiritual uh, spiritual master, and therefore he can understand Krishna. Now here in the purport, he, you see this is quoted from the Brahma Vaivarta Puran. Jiva Goswami is quoting. Bodha kalushita stena dauratmyam prakati kritam guru riena parityakta stena tyakta pura hare. One pollutes his own intelligence and exhibits severe weakness of character when he rejects his own spiritual master. Indeed, such a person has already rejected the supreme Lord Hari. Hmm. So when one takes to over, when one tries to overtake his spiritual master. then you will see you know everything goes downhill four i think 5 12 14 purport that is also mentioned mm. 
Gauru Govind Maharaj said that Prabhupada asked me to give initiations in Orissa in order to expand Krishna consciousness. No. We know that letter which he is talking about. He never asked him to make disciples. He just make your own man and preach in the field, preach in that field. There is one. And become Ritvik. It is about becoming Ritvik. Okay. Um, Narayan Krishna Das Prabhu, I will answer only later. If you pester me like this, I will not answer even. Please, you wait. I have told this many times, I am not going to repeat again. You can. So, Dimitri said, they said you offended him in chat and acted badly towards them. Okay, let's show. I will show everything. What we said. He was, <laughs> you should see his behavior. How nonsense. Everything we quoted from Prabhupada, he just rejecting, rejecting, rejecting. Uh, he doesn't accept Prabhupada's conversations. He accepts Prabhupada's books only. Absolute rubbish. And books also, when I'm showing you, he is not accepting. Anyway, we will make a video. We will make a video. And expose this nonsense, rascaldom. All these gurus have this nonsense. Dimitri, third question. At this rate, I don't know how how many we can finish. 10 o'clock already here. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. I'm confusing Lakshmi, Rukmini, Sita, etc. with Radharani. In 3.9.23, it is said that his internal potency is called Rama or the goddess of fortune Lakshmi. Isn't Radharani his internal potency? Of course, Lakshmi is an expansion of Radharani. Radharani is the original. You know? Because from the 10th canto, I know that Lakshmi wasn't allowed to participate in the Rasa dance with Krishna. She just got the right to be situated on his chest, if I'm not mistaken. He da- but he dances with Radharani. Yeah, so but she's expansion. Even Durga Devi's expansion of Radharani in the material world. I, I, will, I will show you. Also in BS, Pramasamhita, it is said that hundreds of thousands of goddesses of fortune are serving him, but he is not attached to them. I am surely missed something is misunderstood. <coughs> Narayan Krishna is saying, please answer, don't run away. Okay, I'll challenge you now, Narayan Krishna Das. You don't run away even if I go until 12 or 1 a.m. in the the, the night. Okay, you don't run away. Yeah, let's see. Why why are you challenging me? And why are you even challenging me? No, don't run away. Is this the language how you ask? You don't deserve, you know, like this. Any answering. Pranipatena Pariprashnina Sevaya. Answer in with, you know, with, uh, what is that? In in humility. Why are you challenging like this? Are we running away? How many times I told you the reason why I am not answering you immediately? Because there is questions to be there. Just now, your other thing about Gaurgopal was in relation with what I was saying. So, okay, it was same topic also. I just, now it's a different topic. Just wait. Just wait. Have patience. Otherwise, you know, you, you don't deserve an answer. Yeah? And somebody is already answering you. They are putting the Bhagavatam 12. You go and see. Go and see. Na. We will answer. It's a short answer. But I will I will give only an order. Because other people, other devotees have asked me in, before. I have to honor that. And it's for you, it may, you may be in India. Huh? You may be in India. I am in Singapore. For you, time is what? 7.30 in the, in the evening. For me, it's 10 o'clock. For me, it's even more late. And we wake up for Mangalarti. I don't know whether you do. And even then, we are trying to answer questions. Don't behave like an upstart here. Have some etiquette. Hmm. 
<clears throat> so now so answer this and so answer this question about this uh, lakshmi and radharani and all this let me recently sundagopal prabhu has shared a beautiful verse 61913 here um shrimad bhagavatam see here it is said guna vyaktir yam devi vyanjago guna bhug bhavan tvam hi sarva shariryatma shri shariyendriyashayah nama rupe bhagavati pratyayastvam apashrayah mother lakshmi who is here is the reservoir of all spiritual qualities whereas you manifest and enjoy all these qualities indeed you are actually the enjoyer of everything you live as the super soul of all living entities aid the goddess of fortune in the form of her of their bodies senses and minds see you live as the super soul of all living entities aid sorry and actually not aid and the goddess of fortune is the form of their bodies senses and minds she also has a holy name and form whereas you are the support of all such names and forms and the cause of their manifestation <clears throat> i think narayan krishna das your behavior has to change please don't fight with the people in the comment section they are nice devotees you are irritating everybody please cool down okay so now here you see according to madhvacharya this is very important please here please pay attention even narayan krishna has everybody i mean everybody is playing paying attention i don't want to waste their time who are you know spending their time here please pay attention to what we are reading there are so many questions and nice questions and answers being discussed here please pay attention okay so according to madhvacharya there are two tattvas or factors one is independent and the other is dependent ashray tattva ashrita tattva okay the first tattva is the supreme lord vishnu and the second is the jiva tattva lakshmi devi now this is important being dependent on lord vishnu is sometimes counted among the jivas the gaudiya vaishnavas however describe lakshmi devi in accordance with the following two verses from the prameya ratnavali of baladev vidyabhushan the first verse is a quotation from vishnu puran so nityaiva sa jagannatha vishnoh shreeranapayini yatha sarvagato vishnus tathaiveyam dvijottama vishnoh syuh shaktayastisras ಮಾರ್ಜಿನಲ್ ವಿಷ್ಣುಶಕ್ತಿ ಪರಾಪ್ರೋಕ್ತ ಕ್ಷೇತ್ರಜ್ಞಾಖ್ಯಾತರ ಅವಿದ್ಯಾಕರ್ಮಸಂಜ್ಞಾನ್ಯ ತೃತೀಯ ಶಕ್ತಿರಿಷ್ಯತೆ ಸೊ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ವಿಷ್ಣು ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ತ್ರೀ ಪ್ರಿನ್ಸಿಪಲ್ ಪೋರ್ಡೆನ್ಸೀಸ್ ಇಂಟರ್ನಲ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಟರ್ನಲ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಮಾರ್ಜಿನಲ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಮಹಾಪ್ರಭು ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಆಕ್ಸೆಪ್ಟೆಡ್ ಪರಾಶಕ್ತಿ ದ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುಯಲ್ ಎನರ್ಜಿ ಆಫ್ ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಆಸ್ ಬೀಂಗ್ ಐಡೆಂಟಿಕಲ್ ವಿತ್ ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಸಿ ಪರಾಶಕ್ತಿ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಮಹಾಪ್ರಭು ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಆಕ್ಸೆಪ್ಟೆಡ್ ಪರಾಶಕ್ತಿ ದ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುಯಲ್ ಎನರ್ಜಿ ಆಫ್ ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಆಸ್ ಬೀಂಗ್ ಐಡೆಂಟಿಕಲ್ ವಿತ್ ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಡಸ್ ಶೀ ಇಸ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಇನ್ಕ್ಲೂಡೆಡ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಇಂಡಿಪೆಂಡೆಂಟ್ ವಿಷ್ಣು ತತ್ವ this is important it's very interesting to note that she is also counted among the independent vishnu tatva hmm. in the kanti mala commentary on the prameya ratnavali there is there is the statement nanukvachit nityamukta jeevitam uh, jeevatvam lakshmyah svikritam 
तत्राह प्राहेति नित्यवेति पद्ये सर्व्याप्ति कथन कलाकाष्ठेदी पद्यद्वे शुद्धोपीतुक्ता च महु महाप्रभुना श्वशिष्यान् प्रतिलक्ष्म्या भगवद्वैतमुपदिष्ट क्वचिद्यस्तुद्वैतमुक्त तत्तु तदिष्टनिमुक्तजीवय संगमतस्तु ऑल दो सम अथॉरिटेटिव वैष्णव डिसिप्लिक सक्सेशंस काउंट द गॉड्स ऑफ फॉर्चून अमंग द एवर लिबरेटेड लिविंग एंड इट इज जीवर्स इन वैकुंठा श्री चैतन्य महाप्रभु इन अकॉर्डेंस विद द स्टेटमेंट इन द विष्णु पुराण हैज डिस्क्राइब लक्ष्मी एज बीइंग आइडेंटिकल विद द विष्णु तत्व द करेक्ट कंक्लूजन इज दैट द डिस्क्रिप्शंस ऑफ लक्ष्मी एज बीइंग डिफरेंट फ्रॉम विष्णु आर स्टेटेड व्हेन एन इटर्नली लिबरेटेड लिविंग एंटिटी इज इंब्यूड विद द क्वालिटी ऑफ लक्ष्मी दे डू नॉट परटेन टू मदर लक्ष्मी द इटर्नल कंसोर्ट ऑफ लॉर्ड विष्णु so this millions of lakshmis are serving him they are living entities who are imbued with the qualities of lakshmi hmm. in the spiritual world all of them you know have imbued the qualities of lakshmi and they are serving him lakshmi herself the original lakshmi is identical with vishnu tattva now so with that we can understand of all although she is energy she is inseparable from the lord so in that way she is identical with the lord in fact chaitanya mahaprabhu also said radha krishna nahi anya there's no difference between radha and krishna in that sense but again radharani is meant for krishna's enjoyment hmm. she is the best giver of enjoyment for krishna so in that way lakshmi ji is uh, expansion of radharani and uh, that is also stated in the chaitanya charitamritam i think in the fourth chapter of adilila we have actually read in our chaitanya charitamrita classes that radharani is the chief and even lakshmi and even durga they are all expansions of radharani durga is expansion of her in the material world so like you see lakshmi she says 51822 mat praptaye jesha surasura dayas tapyanta ugram tapa indriye dhiyah rite bhavat pada parayanannamam vindantyaham tvadhrudayayato jita O supreme unconquerable lord when they become absorbed in thoughts of material enjoyment lord brahma and lord shiva as well as other demigods and demons undergo severe penances and austerities to receive my benedictions lakshmi ji is speaking this verse big big demigods you know undergo austerities to receive my benedictions but i do not favor anyone however great he may be unless he is always engaged in the service of your lotus feet she is saying this to narayan because i always keep you within my heart i cannot favor anyone but a devotee now here in the in the purport it is mentioned rogar mentions nicely here in this verse the goddess of fortune lakshmi devi clearly states that she does not bestow her favor on any materialistic person although sometimes a materialist becomes very opulent in the eyes of another materialist such opulence is bestowed upon him by the goddess durga devi a material expansion of the goddess of fortune not by lakshmi devi herself those who desire material wealth worship durga devi with the following mantra dhanam dehi roopam dehi roopa roopavati bha dehi here it is translated as roopapati bhajam roopavati bharyam actually that is the actual word roopavati bharyam that means a beautiful wife dehi that means oh worshipable dehi means give oh mother worshipable mother durga devi please give me wealth strength fame good wife and so on by pleasing goddess durga one can obtain such benefits but since they are temporary they result only in maya sukha illusory happiness has stated by prahlad maharaj maya sukhaya bharam udvahato vimodha if if lakshmi herself benedicts then you will get spiritual happiness just like hanuman was blessed by uh, sita whereas 
Ravana received the curse of Sita. Everything was ruined. Whereas Hanuman got the benediction of his mother Sita, so he today also he is glorified as a great devotee of Lord Ram. See? Those who work hard for material benefits are removed as foolish rascals because such happiness will not endure. On the other hand, devotees like Prahlad and Dhruva Maharaj achieved extraordinary material opulences, but such opulences were not Maya Sukha. When a devotee acquires unparalleled opulences, they are the direct gifts of the goddess of fortune who resides in the heart of Narayan. So, now you understand the difference of all these different um, potencies of the Lord. I hope that is clear. Diksha Chaturvedi is asking a follow-up question on this topic. So, we will uh, answer it right away. So, she is asking... So does that mean Durga Mata is expansion of Radharani in the material world? So Shivji is also expansion of Vishnu Tattva in the material world? Yes, precisely so. But just like we cannot equate Durga worship and Radharani worship, we cannot equate Shiva worship and Krishna worship also. To deal with the material world, Krishna expands as Lord Shiva. Hmm. In fact, he is non-different, different and non-different way from Vishnu Tattva, Lord Shiva. There is a Lord Shiva in the spiritual world also, who is actually Narayan. We have read that also in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. In the material world, he you know, exhibits himself as the, this thing. <coughs> as, as a consort of, uh, I mean, uh, husband of Durga Devi. To deal with the material world. So, in the, in the topic about Advaita Acharya, that chapter of Chaitanya Charitamrita, which is chapter 6 of the Adilila, there we can see that Lord Shiva and Mahavishnu, they are related in this way, that even in the spiritual world, there is a uh, Vishnu Tattva, who is, uh, you know, who is the in charge of the, I think, ingrediential or efficient, ingrediential cause of material creation. It's very, very technical, but you can go and read in the 6th chapter of the Adilila. We have actually gone through those verses how Lord Shiva is different and non-different from Lord Vishnu. Of course, Brahma Samhita also gives that. But Lord Shiva that is, that is known here, you know, he is not equal to Lord uh, Vishnu. So now, the next question. Wow. Okay, this is the fourth question by Dimitri Prabhu, uh, Dimitri Prabhu, but you know what, I'll just answer it. Sorry for breaking the rule, but quickly answer this because... So here, um, in Srimad Bhagavatam 3.14.25, per port it is said that Lord Shiva is more powerful than even Brahma. How come that the creator of Shiva is less powerful? I notice that the Shiva is always represented in TV series as the most powerful god, although he serves Narayan. People always represent Shiva in such a way like no one else can deal with the problems of the world but him. Yeah, he's of course more powerful than Lord Brahma. Just like Hiran, I mean, uh, Narsimhadev is more powerful than the pillar he came out from. And he was definitely more powerful than Masudev and Devaki. And he was more powerful than... Similarly, I mean, he can come from anywhere, right? Uh, the Lord can manifest... Like the material world is more less powerful than Krishna, right? But he comes in as a product of this material world, as son of somebody, as, you know, from a pillar... 
and from the nostril of brahma you know so why a more powerful person cannot come from a less powerful person why in fact sometimes the son becomes more powerful than the father even materially sometimes right and even spiritually we see the transcendental truth is that the nityananda prabhu in that, that 1665 that purport of mandalila the the disciple becomes um, seemingly i mean seemingly not to be mistaken but in effect it looks like he is more glorified than the his guru but of course he always takes shelter of his guru chaitanya mahaprabhu says to nityananda prabhu you can perform a task that even i cannot do but for you i cannot find in gaudadesh who can fulfill my mission there so here he says you see you see in the case of jagan madha shri chaitanya mahaprabhu was so angry that he could have immediately killed them but nitananda prabhu was so kind that he not only saved them from from death but elevated them to the transcendental position thus what was not possible for chaitanya mahaprabhu was carried out by nitananda prabhu similarly if one is true to gauranitha's service in the disciplic succession he can even excel nitananda prabhu's service this is the process of disciplic succession of course it is not exactly uh, related to your question but i mean this is possible that the uh, you know disciple is more glorified than the guru they can he can excel nitananda prabhu's service hmm. but that can, that is only possible by fully taking shelter of nitananda so this is the process of disciplic succession nitananda prabhu delivered jagan madhai but a servant of nitananda prabhu by his grace can deliver many thousands of jagais and madhais that is a special benediction of the disciplic succession one who is situated in the disciplic succession can be understood by the result of his activities so so like that but uh, yeah why why a more powerful person cannot come from a less powerful person so it is always possible by the inconceivable potency of the lord okay raina agarwal next question i don't know i really don't know how when i can finish this session so many questions i mean i love uh, doing the service it is my great fortune but you know i don't know for all of you it will be a lot of uh, trouble i once heard oh please answer my humble request solve your stroke i once heard that the different puranas were composed by different vedavyasas and hence there are many contradictions among them is it true of all the 18 puranas or all the 18 puranas were composed by the same vedavyas krishna dvaipayana vyas yeah this is the concoction by materialists because they cannot understand how a person can live so long and write so many things in one lifetime so they do not know that why vyasadev is still alive and still he is living in the badrin badrinath in the uttar badri which is not accessible to ordinary human beings so he is there i mean he is still he is still in in this world so they do not know these things so they come up with this all this nonsense concoctions the vedavyasas are different persons no it is krishna dvaipayana vyas the same person who wrote there is no such description in the in our uh, um, literature that he is different person i have heard this argument before and in fact one of the purports prabhupada mentions also forgot which one um that vedavyas in, in fact uh, mayavadis they also say like this but they don't understand that now contradictions that is a different thing 
now a person who does not know the ultimate uh, it is actually very bewildering that's why it is said vedeshu durlabham brahma himself said what to speak of ordinary people now brahma himself said the vedeshu durlabham krishna cannot be gotten by vedeshu is very confusing mahabharat also it is said tarko pratishta shrutayo vibhinna if we read many many literatures will be more confused than uh, enlightened बट धर्म से तत्व निहित गुहायाम महाजनो येन गो दैट कॉन्ट्रडिक्शन आर बिकॉज ऑफ अ लैक ऑफ अंडरस्टैंडिंग बिकॉज वी आर नॉट महाजन सो आई शो यू टू वर्सेस This is from the Padma Puran. Vyamohaya characharasya jagatas te te puranagamas tam tam eva hi devatam paramikam jalpantu kalpavadhi siddhante punareka eva bhagavan vishnu samastagama vyapareshu vivechana vyatikaram नीतेशु निश्चीयते देयर आर मेनी टाइप्स ऑफ वैदिक लिटरेचर्स एंड सप्लीमेंट्री पुराणस इन ईच ऑफ देम देयर आर पर्टिकुलर डेमीगॉड्स हु आर स्पोकन ऑफ एज द चीफ डेमीगॉड्स दिस इज जस्ट टू क्रिएट एन इल्यूजन फॉर मूविंग एंड नॉन मूविंग लिविंग एंटिटीज लेट देम परपेचुअली एंगेज इन सच इमेजिनेशंस हाउएवर व्हेन वन एनालिटिकली स्टडीज ऑल दीस वैदिक लिटरेचर्स कलेक्टिवली ही कम्स टू द कंक्लूजन दैट लॉर्ड विष्णु इज द वन एंड ओनली सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉडहेड <clears throat> now another verse is there saying similar thing 2936 purport there is a beautiful verse small verse but which says the same thing in the padma puran see shri jeeva goswami also quotes another common passage which is found in three puranas namely the padma puran skanda puran and linga puran it runs as follows आलोड्यसर्वशास्त्राणि विचार्य च पुनः पुनः इदमेक सुनिष्पन्न ध्येय नारायण सदा बाय स्क्रूटिनाइजिंगली रिव्यूइंग ऑल द रिवील्ड स्क्रिप्चर्स एंड जडजिंग दम अगेन एंड अगेन इट इज नाउ कंक्लूडेड दट लॉर्ड नारायण इज द सुप्रीम एब्सोल्यूट ट्रूथ एंड दस ही अलोन शुड बी वर्शिप्ड नाउ सिमिलर वर्स इज दैर स्पोकन बाय लॉर्ड ब्रह्म टू डॉट टू डॉट थर्टी फोर ऑफ श्रीमद भागवतम भगवान् ब्रह्म कार्तन्येनावीक्ष्य मनीषया तदध्यवस्यकूटस्थो रतिरात्म द ग्रेट पर्सनालिटी ब्रह्म विद ग्रेट अटेंशन एंड कॉन्सेंट्रेशन ऑफ द माइंड स्टडी द वेदर्स थ्री टाइम्स स्टडी द वेदर्स थ्री टाइम्स विथ हाउ मेनी हेड्स हाउ मेनी ब्रेन्स फोर ब्रेन्स थ्री टाइम्स and after scrutinizingly examining them he asserted that attraction for the supreme personality of god is shri krishna is the highest perfection of religion again <clears throat> okay 
Okay, Dheeradas has quoted something from Skandapuran, Lord Shiva telling Kartikeya. I want the source though. Is it from Prabhupada's books or where exactly you took it from? He is saying regarding contradictions in Puranas, Shiva Shastra Shutad Grahyam Bhagavad Shastra Yogi Bhagavad Shastra Yogi Yad Paramo Vishnu Sevaikas Tavgyanam Moksha Sadhanam Shastranam Nirnayastva Eshas Tadanyan Mohanaya Hi Iti In Skandapuran, Lord Shiva tells Kartikeya The statements of the Shiva scriptures should be accepted only when they agree with the Vishnu scriptures. Lord Vishnu is the only supreme lord and knowledge of him is the path of path to liberation that is the conclusion of all the scriptures any other conclusions are meant only to bewilder the people interesting but i just want to know the where exactly it is quoted or something you know so that we you know it's clear in everybody's head that it's actually from the skanda purana now here i'm quoting from prabhupada's purport so it is of course bona fide and jiva goswami is quoting and all this thing so similarly you know we can it will be helpful if you know the source so raina agarwal next question what is the recommended way to fast on both the days of janmashtami and prabhupada's appearance day as they occur one after another so you fast the whole day until the night of janmashtami after 12 you take a bit prasadam to break the fast and then fast again until the 12 afternoon and after everybody reads all the vasubhuja offerings and all that, then can have the prasadam that's how we do it question jaddu um okay we'll try to answer them as short as possible now because we are like really really running out of time i have no idea how i'm going to for me it's okay i am just worried about you all because we'll be a little late okay jaddu india Krishna and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu come once in 1000 yugas but he says Sambhavami Yuga Yuga come in every yuga I don't understand this so he comes in his different expansions Rama, Varaha, Narasimha all the you know, many many avatars are there he comes in different different of these avatars and that's what he means you know when he comes in every yuga but as Krishna himself Sampurna Bhagavan he comes once in a day of Brahma which is you know once in 1000 cycles of the four yugas so that's the answer Next question, Gamer Zenex. Gamer Zenex. I hope you're not wasting your time on video games though. Your name is Gamer Zenex. It's from YouTube. Hare Krishna Prabhu, please accept my humble obeisance. All glories to Shri Prabhupada. What are your views on Kripaluji Maharaj? <sighs> well, well, well. First thing, the first red flag is that he says that he doesn't have a guru and my roommate was a follower of Kripaluji Maharaj when I was in college here in Singapore and he used to devoutly follow him and uh, I was 
always intrigued because I already read Prabhupada's Bhagavad Gita once before coming to Singapore. So I was attracted to Krishna consciousness and I saw my friend also attracted to Krishna consciousness. So he was very much into, you know, he is worshipping Krishna, something he will chant, something, uh, some puja he will do in his room and all that. So um, I was thinking, okay, he is also a devotee. But I was not very much experienced in the knowledge. I read Bhagavad Gita once. <coughs> so I had this roommate who was into this. So then I wanted to know, I wanted to read more books because I did not know at that time that there was a Hare Krishna temple in Singapore. So I was reading whatever books he has. Like when he used to go to the college or when he was outside for some reason, I would open his cupboard and then I, you know, take the books and start reading and, you know, see if there are any, anything about Krishna that I can learn. So his, used books, his books used to be mostly in Hindi. Now, some were translated in English a little bit here and there, something like that. So there it is mentioned that uh, they say he is the incarnation of Radharani. I mean, and then there is, there, he said, in the, it is said in the book that there are two kinds of gurus, one who comes in parampara and one who doesn't come in parampara. And that also struck, hey, what is this kind of thing? Because in the Prabhupada's Bhagavad Gita, I always heard about bonafide spiritual master, bonafide spiritual master, discipline succession. These words, these phrases, hearing so many times became ingrained in my memory. And then I, I always understood that, okay, one has to have a discipline succession. Then here he says, oh, Guru doesn't need to have. But then I was not immediately, okay, this is wrong. I was not having that kind of strength to understand and like come to a decision. And then eventually I followed, you know, I used to, um, I, he eventually in, introduced me to his group and asked me, asked, him, asked me to come to their sessions and all that. And I used to go about one and a half months. I went to, I think, six sessions or five, six sessions of them. And they chant Radhe they greet each other Radhe Radhe like that. But it was weird. I mean, women used to be sannyasis in that movement. Not used to be, even now there are women sannyasis. Uh, they call them didis. They don't call them matajis, which is again against Vedic, uh, Vedic culture. Because matravat paradareshu, you, you have to treat every woman as mother. Um, so, but there they call even the sannyasi ladies. First of all, sannyas is not to be accepted by ladies. Hmm. That is also Vedic injunction. And then, the those sannyasi ladies will be referred to as Didiji, means elder sister. Elder, this is not our this thing, sister and all. Ours is Mataji. So that is also off track. And sannyasis, and then he used to be surrounded with so many so-called men sannyasis and also women sannyasis. And the biggest red flag came when I, I already the time found the temple here and then. I discontinued after six weeks. I felt it was not right. The philosophy was not matching with what Prabhupada was saying. And uh, of course, he used to write some songs and all that on uh, Radha Krishna and all this. But again, we have to hear them from the proper devotee, right? So he used to be like any other, like um, like this uh, Bhagavad Saptah kind of person. He used to give some you know, lectures and all that. And uh, he used to have these unauthorized things like women sannyasis and all that. Even now, I mean, they have. And then the biggest red flag came when one of those group members of that group, the husband, he he started coming to our temple. Not started, he came actually once, twice. And he came and he was crying at uh, Sundagopal Prabhu's table. He was sitting in the office and he's saying, I really need some help and I, I, I need somebody to help me. And he was crying. And Prabhu said, what happened? Uh, then he said, uh, you know, my wife is uh, completely brainwashed by this um, uh, this Kripaluji Maharaj movement and all this and you know they have this uh, illicit relationships going on in that 
with the maharaj and, and she was implicated and then she's there and he, he it was a very uh, terrible story and he was telling that story and then he he really needed help and you know of course he prabhu could not raise any police complaint or anything like that but he guided him that this is not the way you know by shastra he showed that this is not the correct way to that a guru should behave with behave like so these things happened so a lot of question marks you know a lot of question marks why would you want a sanyasi woman what to do with a sanyasi woman so i mean there are so many uh, thing like that so everything is not falling in the proper brackets no sampradaya huh? and then he says nobody knows where he was born who who is his mother and father he was just roaming around naked in, like as a 16 year old you know like and then somebody took care of him or something like that. looks like i don't know i don't know whether it's they try to equate him with sukadev goswami or something but you know i don't know doesn't look like sukadev goswami had parampara he heard from vyasadev but here no parampara he himself proclaims incarnation of radharani no parampara and then you know uh, women sanyasis didi ji and the story of this woman and then other there are other videos also in the internet also some people who came out of that and they just spoke about it so these things all show a red flag all are red flags so from these i can conclude that yeah they may be you know chanting radha krishna's name but then again offense these offenses are going on you have to go through parampara system you know you have to go through parampara system okay so next question hmm this kind of question okay i'm just going to give a very short answer to this but please don't ask this kind of questions again these are you know i am conducting these programs so that one one can one who reads krishna conscious books from prabhupad books if they read prabhupad's books then if you don't understand something you ask like this is you see my question is we are all god's children why are we suffering in this material world hari krishna are have you read prabhupad's books you should know this by now that we have rebelled against krishna and now we are being this is a place for rehabilitation so that's why we are suffering um, just like a criminal will suffer in the jail so if we mend our ways and surrender to krishna again we will go back to krishna loka that's it i mean these kind of questions you should not ask these are like dead giveaways i mean anybody would know this okay how many more questions do we have here oh st- so many my goodness question from rajeshwari mat rajeshwari mat ji hari krishna prabhu dhanavad pranam all goes to prabhupad 1976 conversation in morning walks shastra says don't try for these things to increase your economic position 
this is already destined you cannot increase or decrease whatever you are destined you must get it try to get krishna consciousness this reminds me of 1518 and <clears throat> the question is prabhu ji our material opulences are already destined but why not our spiritual opulences why is it based on our determination our spiritual strength to walk on the path of krishna consciousness ಲೇಲ್ಬಿಟ್ಟಿಸಿಲ್ಲ so our spiritual opulence is based on our determination because actually even our material opulences whatever we have done previously we will get according to that spiritual opulences we can is destined because destined because of our determination that is the reason is that that is our free will our free will is whether i want to cooperate with krishna or not when i decide not to cooperate with krishna then you know i'll be thrown here and if i want to cooperate with krishna immediately prabhupad said one second you can be krishna conscious completely one second if we completely surrender one second is enough one moment so ham tvam sarva pape bhyo moksha ishami but sarva dharman paritajyam amekam sharanam vraja exclusively surrender to me i completely immediately liberated you are liberated so it doesn't take any time but why the time takes because of our determination we are not completely surrendering to krishna and that's why it takes time but if we do completely surrender to krishna immediately the the change will happen immediately will be liberated so that is the thing so <clears throat> but it is relatively very very fast because in one lifetime if we can make the change if we can make the switch just imagine trillions of ten, trillions of years we have been in this material world and in one lifetime we have changed all of that that's actually very very fast in, in one sense but of course it looks gradual but compare yourself like how you le- led your life now you're 40 something how you led your life in the last 40 over years and how you led your life in the last 2 years how much change has happened from what you were and how you are now your understanding on your way of uh, i mean your perception on life and your practice and your you know understanding of krishna and your practice everything has changed so much drastically so actually it is very fast but it, it's like a person when he is growing he does not see him himself growing but you know over time people will see so once we become perfect then we don't have to come back here anymore but if you know, as you said 3240 if you keep falling down you still know whatever you do is not lost so you'll pick up from where you have lost uh, left and then make further and further and further progress but if you offend devotee uh, there if uh, as we have seen in the previous question i mean uh, a while ago and if one offends a prior devotee then of course one will have to be relegated to a lower position and then but whatever advancement is then still is not lost after that all that punishment again he will be put back in that position and it continues again so <coughs> so eventually it will happen so one will go back to krishna it all depends on how sincere and how rigorously we take to the instruction of the spiritual master okay i hope that answers the question um okay next question dhiradas Okay I think this question we kind of already answered in uh, the question from Diksha Mataji earlier in the beginning of the session 
but I will just put that. So Dhiridha's question is, is it alright to do things the wrong way for a transcendental cause? Because sometimes it happens that not telling lies will not do our job. Especially with family members, if we come so straightforward, then we will hinder our path to devotional service. So sometimes it is necessary to lie for the sake of Krishna consciousness. So is that acceptable? So we have already covered this exact topic earlier. 1.13.37, go and see that. Or you can rewatch this video and the previous uh, part of this video. We have answered this in detail. But I will add one more verse here. <coughs> um, to just reinforce the point. Um, An intelligent man in human society should make his own program of activities very simple. If there are suggestions from his friends, children, parents, brothers or anyone else, he should externally agree saying, yes, that is all right. But internally, he should be determined not to create a cumbersome life in which the purpose of life will not be fulfilled. So, you got to play this... Um, know double game sometimes but we have actually uh, explained that this same topic so please go and watch that and read 113.37 purport and uh, another similar verse above to this is um, 553 if I'm not wrong ye ye krita sauhridartha janeshu deham bharavarti keshu griheshu jayat majarati matsu napriti yukta those who are interested in reviving, reviving Krishna consciousness and increasing the love of Godhead do not like to do anything that is not related to Krishna. They are not interested in mingling with people who are busy maintaining their bodies, eating, sleeping, mating and defending. They are not attached to their homes, although they may be householders. Nor are they attached to wives and children, friends or wealth. At the same time, they are not indifferent to the execution of their duties. Such people are interested in collecting only enough money to keep the body and soul together. Now, these are a little bit indirect, but you can get the idea. But the 113.37 is absolutely direct. You go and read that. Okay, so next question. Somebody wanted to be anonymous and so we will not reveal the name. I myself don't know the name. So here, so the question is how it is different in terms of a soul traveling to Vaikuntha versus Goloka. Souls reaching both do not come back as Krishna promises. Yet, is Goloka a higher planet? Yes, it is a higher planet. It is the highest of all the Vaikunthas. And there the relationships are different. The Sakya, Sakya Vatsalya and Madhuriras happen in uh, Goloka Vrindavan. Whereas the Dasaras and uh, Dasaras especially is the predominant feature of Vaikuntha. Um, yeah, both do not come back because everybody of all the souls are established in an eternal relationship with the Lord. Whether in Dasya, Sakya, Vatsala, Madhuri or Shantaras, they are in the eternal relationship with the Lord and so therefore they don't come back. Um, Goloka is higher planet. Yes, one can elevate from Vaikuntha to Goloka also. And in the Brihad Bhagavata Amrita, this story is there of a cowherd boy, I mean a, a boy who goes from to higher planets, the heavenly planets and then Vaikuntha and, uh, uh, travels all the way to the Goloka Vrindavan. So that thing is described. So I don't know the full story of that Brihad Bhagavata Amrita, written by written by Sanatan Goswami. So 
there this uh, thing is there i need to read up brush up my i i think i read it once in a in a summary kind of way but then i need to read it uh, again to just get an understanding of what that is but yeah one can elevate even in vaikuntha higher and higher and higher um yeah so i think hopefully that answers and uh, yeah maybe just quote a verse about goloka being higher than um vaikuntha where is the verse I think it's five forty-three. Oh, sorry. Brahma Samhita five forty-three. I guess. Um, yeah, five dot forty-three of Brahma Samhita. Goloka nam nini jatham nitale chatasya devi mahesha haridhama sute sute shu te te prabhavani chaya vihitas chayena Govinda madhi purusham dhamaham bhajami. <coughs> lowest of all is located devi dham mundane world material world <coughs> next above it is mahesha dham mode of mahesha <coughs> sorry abode of lord shiva above mahesh dham is placed hari dham abode of hari this is vaikuntha dham and above them all is located krishna's own realm known uh, named goloka i know the primeval lord govinda who has allotted these re- their respective authorities to the rulers of their of those graded realms so <coughs> there you have it the shastrik reference of how goloka is higher than vaikuntha next question oh diksha chaturvedi my colleague diksha chaturvedi Mataji is asking, Hare Krishna Prabhu, my colleague is asking, can he associate if he is in relationship? I do not understand the question. Is he talking about relationship with Krishna? Well, that has to be revived by following process, I mean following uh, sadhana bhakti. It comes at a very mature stage, we cannot imitate all of that. but is it saying that he is in a relationship with some woman and is not married and can he associate with devotees is that the question mm, if he is then you know he should quickly get married uh, and uh, start associating first and then quickly get married and you know uh, because this uh, courtship courting and all this you know you know it's not very uh, conducive for spiritual this thing and then illicit relation when it may happen all this is not wanted so um better to get married so i don't know which angle it is coming from so if there's no more clarification i can answer more but i need more clarification though satyam chaudhari is asking how did i come to krishna consciousness um i think i did a video i think i explained in one of the mm sessions maybe somebody can link to that i have no time now um then narayan krishna das is of course asking about gaur gopal we have answered that why ritvik people hate is con please tell me well don't hate is con we want we are actually is con is prabhupad's movement you know how can we hate is con we don't but if they don't follow prabhupad's instruction that has to be exposed we don't hate but ritvik is not shastrik well you don't know what is shastra then because we have so much shastrik evidence i think now narayan krishna this says he is agrees or something like that so anyway 
So, we have another question here. By Yana Mataji from Russia. Alright. So, the question is, Hare Krishna, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Same here. Please kindly help me to solve this contradiction. In the purport to 1.46, Srila Prabhupada says that Arjuna being so compassionate and soft-hearted is eligible to receive knowledge. But later this kind of behavior is not welcomed by Krishna and he even says it is befitting non-Aryans. 2.36 How can something that makes us fit to receive the knowledge be fitting non-Aryans? And 2.35 Krishna says what others will think. Does it really matter what others think, especially those who prove to be not devotees? Thank you. Good question. So actually, I wanted to ask a question based on that in the last BVA question paper, but it will be too complicated for many people and it's not really in the syllabus particularly that Prabhupada spoke about. So I just left it. But, you know, this is a good question. So, firstly, Arjuna's, if you see, Krishna criticized Arjuna. But now, if you see Arjuna's arguments in the first chapter, they were very, very, very well thought of. Very, very well thought arguments. Like he, he was a, that shows what high moral principles Arjuna had. So in the material world, even a person of such high morals, see the whole discussion of Bhagavad Gita is on a very, very high level. He's, Krishna is not having a conversation with a person who is uh, like, you know, not so advanced in knowledge or culture or etiquette and behavior and civilized way of behavior and religious principles. So he was dealing with a person who was extremely knowledgeable in all these things. So Krishna wanted to make it clear that spiritual knowledge trumps even the highest moral principles of this world. So Arjuna put forward arguments which are the topmost arguments that anyone can put forward in this material world. None can beat uh, uh, any materialist cannot beat Arjuna's arguments in the first chapter of Bhagavad Gita. So it was at that platform. So anything that comes below that platform is of course inferior. So in material world, everybody is dealing with actually much more inferior. Uh, they have much more inferior understandings of life. So Krishna wants to show that his um, spiritual knowledge of Bhagavad Gita, transcendental knowledge is not just um, to, you know, make people just a better moralist in this material world but even to show that the best moralist in this material world will not be able to solve the problems of life and he will be confused in his duty just like Arjuna was in the beginning of second chapter he expressed that karpanya dosha apahata svabhava pricchamitvam dharma sammodha cheta so he became you know uh, he became confused and he surrendered to Krishna so However, one may be a moralist, if he's not Krishna conscious, if he's acting from the material platform, material mind, mental platform, then Manorathe Nasati Dhavato Bahihi. Now, let's go to that verse 
यस्यास्ति भक्तिर्भगवत्यकिंचना सर्वैर्गुणस्तत्र समासते सुराह हरावभक्तस्य कुतो महद्गुणा मनोरथेना सति धावतो बहिः All the demigods and their exalted qualities such as religion knowledge and renunciation become manifest in the body of one who has developed unalloyed devotion for the supreme personality of godhead vasudev so a devotee develops all good qualities automatically on the other hand a person devoid of devotional service and engaged in material activities has no good qualities even if he is adept at the practice of mystic yoga or the honest endeavor of maintaining his family and relatives he must be driven by his own mental speculations and must engage in the service of lord's external energy how can there be any good qualities in such a man now even though one may come to the mode of goodness the actual symptom of one who is in the mode of goodness is that he is you know like brahmana they are astikyam you know if you see brahmanas are supposed to be people in the mode of goodness right they are astikyam they are favorable to god consciousness that means they are obedient to god consciousness god god consciousness means to be obedient to god first of all first principle of god consciousness to be obedient to god so they are first of all obedient to god um, so mode of goodness you we must understand krishna said to arjuna in the bhagavad gita chapter 2 text 45 you see here is very important point here traigunya vishaya veda nistraigunyo bhava arjuna nirdvandho nitya satvastho niryoga kshema atmavan now traigunya vishaya so vedas are mostly dealing with the three modes of material nature nistraigunyo bhava arjuna he said you rise above the three modes you, you see the translation the vedas deal mainly with the three, subject of the three modes of material nature arjuna become transcendental to these three modes be free from the dualities and anxieties for gain and safety and be established in self now nistraguna rise above these three modes means rise above even goodness rise above even goodness now a moralist may be like goodness in the goodness principle hmm, who is favorable to religious principles and that makes him a fit candidate to listen receive the mercy of the lord and receive the transcendental knowledge but if he does not take that step of taking shelter of the lord and receiving the knowledge he will remain a non aryan or a materialist actually it is like this many times i mean proper explain once we have i have repeated this many times now if you if i have to now you are in russia mataji yana mataji you are in russia say moscow and i am in singapore now if from singapore i have to come i have to come to moscow i have to go to moscow i have to take the aeroplane now how far i am how how far am i from my position here to moscow select so say i mean i don't know exact number but i'm just saying say 7000 kilometers okay whatever whatever may be the real number let's say for just for argument sake 7000 kilometers i'm away now whether i am sitting here in the temple or whether i am in the airport of singapore i am still 7000 kilometers away from moscow now but i cannot say that sitting in the temple is the same uh, um how to say i have same opportunity to go to moscow as sitting in the airport now if i am in the airport i can actually board the plane there so airport is a conducive ground from where i can take off from singapore and land in moscow yeah so goodness mode of goodness is still in the material world but it is like the airport from which we can go to shuddha sattva and spiritual world but if i remain in the mode of goodness without taking to shuddha sattva without taking off from there like like if i go to the airport 
but i don't buy a ticket and sit down or even if i purchase a ticket i don't go and sit down on the plane then i'm not going to reach moscow i'm still in singapore only so even if i'm in the mode of goodness if i don't take the step to take shelter of a spiritual master and actually advance and go to take shuddha sattva and then you know reach on the other side of the ocean of birth and death then i am still in the material world so brahmana is also in the material world that's why chaitanya mahaprabhu said naham varni i am not a brahmana i am just a servant of the servant of the servant of krishna uh, so if we just remain where we are without progressing further that is condemned you see and then arjuna's thing was he was presenting arguments not understanding krishna's will in this whole thing uh, so that's why he was termed as non aryan oh you are refusing to fight oh, that is non aryan behavior why are you doing that you are so not supposed to be like, like that so he was confused so the difference was because he did not take shelter of a spiritual master krishna in his case and inquire from him submissively and in fact he was trying to find answers with his own mind with all the religious principles and moral principles that he has learned he was not consulting the spiritual master and when he started began to consult the spiritual master he said no you clear my doubt uh, krishna ah that's when krishna said yes this is proper that's why he smiled and then he he explained the whole thing so yes this is correct now you are behaving like an aryan whereas until now it was non aryan because you are on the material platform mental platform so this we have to understand so there is a nice verse uh, where is that so interesting 25 so no problem i think shrimad bhagavatam 7 15 25 hmm yeah yes we will read the sanskrit rajastamascha satvena sattvam chopashamena cha etat sarvam gurau bhaktya purusho hyanjasa jayet one must conquer the modes of passion and ignorance by developing the mode of goodness and then one must come become detached from the mode of goodness by promoting oneself to the platform of shuddha sattva it's like one must detach himself from the completely from the land of singapore even from the airport and take off from there detach himself from the land and then go and you know land in the moscow or wherever you going so similarly one must detach himself even from the mode of goodness shuddha and promote him oneself to the platform of shuddha sattva all this can be automatically done if one engages in the service of the spiritual master with faith and devotion in this way one can conquer the influence of the material modes of nature so this is how we rise to the shuddha sattva platform now part of your question was let me see um <clears throat> yeah so such a kind and soft hearted person so that is a good fertile ground or it's like the okay now he's in the airport if he has these kind of qualities good qualities okay he's in the airport it's it's, it's a symptom of a mode of goodness so therefore he is fit to receive such knowledge one who is in the mode of passion and ignorance they cannot even understand they are doing himsa they are those who are doing you know violence to others they cannot understand that's why nataretsa atmaha um, no not that um 1014 what is that bhavoshada srotra manobhiramat nivritta darshay rupagiyamana bhavoshada srotra manobhiramat ka uttama shloka gunanuvadat puman virajyatam vina pashughnat pashughnat means one who is killing a butcher who has no compassion pashu means animal ghnat means one who kills one who kills animals so those who are committing violence those who have no soft heart for others whether humans or animals or whatever such person cannot enter you see glorification of the supreme personality of godhead is performed in the parampara system that is it is conveyed from spiritual master to disciple 
such glorification is relished by those no longer interested in the false temporary glorification of this cosmic manifestation descriptions of the lord are the right medicine for the condition soul undergoing repeated birth and death therefore who will cease hearing such glorification of the lord except a butcher or one who is killing his own self so in other words one who is who has no quality of compassion he will not be interested in these topics but because arjuna was a soft hearted person and did not want violent violence and therefore he was a fit person to receive but if he does not receive the knowledge and if he is just on this compassion on the bodily platform then that's not going to be good so it's like you're on an airport it's a favorable favorable ground from which to take off to reach to the moscow or delhi or where or london or wherever you're going but if i don't take the plane if i don't purchase a ticket and go and sit and sit on the plane i'm not taking advantage of the position i'm still in singapore i'm not in anywhere else so i will still be in material world if i don't take shelter of a spiritual master even if i come to the point of mode of goodness so that is condemned so we must always progress to the next 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 higher stage and that is explained here and if we don't progress we consider like a dead man you know <laughs> you know 32356 here you can see shrimad bhagavatam नेहयत्कर्मधर्मा न विरागाय कल्पते न तीर्थपद सेवाय जीवन मृतो ही सह नाउ यू सी एनी वन हूज वर्क इज नॉट मेन टू एलिवेट हिम टू रिलीजियस लाइफ ना वर्क शुड एलिवेट वन टू रिलीजियस लाइफ सो इफ इट डज नॉट एलिवेट इफ यू रिमेन स्टैगनेंट एट वर्क नेक्स्ट एनी वन हूज रिलीजियस रिचुअलिस्टिक परफॉर्मेंसेज डो नॉट रेज हिम टू रिनाउंसिएशन ना वर्क फ्रॉम गिव हिम मस्ट एलिवेट हिम टू रिलीजियस लाइफ इफ यू डज नॉट इफ यू जस्ट रिमेन्स एट वर्क दैट इज स्टैगनेंट and anybody who is in religious life if he does not raise himself to renunciation that means he is following all religious rituals and all that but he is not getting renounced he is not getting the distaste for material world then he is also stagnant and anyone who is situated in renunciation now renunciation is higher than religious principle now even if one is situated in renunciation if that renunciation does not lead him to devotional service to the supreme personality of godhead must be dead although he is breathing so if we remain stagnant in our spiritual growth we consider dead so krishna wanted his dear devotee arjuna to rise 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 and not remain stagnant at the mode of goodness or you know so like moral materially moral person no 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 yeah it is a good stage to start with but take off from there take off and go on the plane go to go to the suddha sattva and the vaikuntha vaikuntha consciousness which is krishna consciousness so that is the thing it's a favorable situation but if you don't take advantage of that favorable situation that is unfavorable that is that is foolishness so i i will remain as far away from moscow if i don't take the plane if i go to the airport and don't take the plane to moscow i will be as far away from moscow as i was when i was sitting in my home all my endeavor to the uh, going to the airport is a waste of time because i did not take the plane hmm. so let us not miss the plane so we'll still be in the material world if we come to the mode of goodness because there is part of triguna so that's the thing i hope that answers the question okay next question by one more question okay may i okay yana mataji will next question one more question please may i being a woman pay full dandavat to the deities shri prabhupada and vaishnavas in some groups of today is con full dandavat is prohibited 
no women don't do full dandavats women women only do panchanga dandavats whereas men do ashtanga dandavats it's not that it is less surrender or more surrender but women is is doing is supposed to do like that uh, so i know the reason so it's always like that women don't do full dandavats actually so yeah so i don't i don't know any shastra preference for why they do that but even from prabhupad's time women never paid full dandavat pranam prabhupad taught like that um next question i'm sorry that i understand i totally understand that some of you have to probably leave the session because it's very late for you all please continue don't feel compelled that you have to leave i will just continue and just otherwise i don't know when again i will answer i'm just going to continue and finish it off it's okay for me it's completely fine so ryan kushial is asking hari krishna bro accept my humble obeisances mine too i have a question what is your opinion about the upcoming golden age 10000 years that is also described in the brahma vayavat puran but for so far i know shri prabhu did not say anything no he did say so it is not upcoming golden age it is already there we are 500 years well into the golden age <laughs> the golden age started with the advent of shri chaitanya mahaprabhu and it will go on for the next 9500 almost 9500 years 9464 years somewhere around there so prabhupad said in the conversations that after 10000 years there will be no more hari krishna movement this hari krishna movement will be for 10000 years after that it will just be i eat you you eat me and that the conversation is there you know prabhupad mentions this 10000 years and his books will carry forward for 10000 years so he said this hari krishna movement will last 10000 years after 10000 years that's a kaliyuga will be full swing and for next 417000 now 427000 years right 10000 years then 417000 more years that long kaliyuga will just be complete chaos so prabhupad did mention and in fact he is the <laughs> uh, fulfillment of the prophecy mentioned in the brahma vaivarta puran when krishna was speaking to ganga mata okay so uh, wow these are all very long questions actually we answered kind of this question before the predictions of chaitanya mahaprabhu we have answered this in one of the chaitanya charitamrita classes maybe our uh, moderator can help link that class where the prediction of chaitanya mahaprabhu and the movement and there we have i think also quoted this brahma vaivarta puran and then the, how people will be chanting the holy name and you know all that so this question is is there a prediction of the hari krishna movement in the shastra or books of uh, previous acharyas please show us yagnyai sankirtana prayar yajanti sumedha so what is that shrimad bhagavatam i mean of course there is and this whole chaitanya mahaprabhu and his sankirtan movement is predicted you can uh, refer to that class you know because that is very 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 in depth that whole class was on that predictions of chaitanya mahaprabhu and the sankirtan movement kalim kalim sabhaj yantyarya oh not this 113532 in fact so many verses are there that in kaliyuga the what is that kalauta dhari kirtanat 12352 
and um, so many curriculum i mean uh, in uh, what is that kalisantarana upanishad iti shodasakam nam nam kalikalmasha nasanam kalikalmasha so here also you see 11532 in age of kali intelligent persons perform congregation chanting to worship the incarnation of godhead who constantly sings the names of krishna means chaitanya mahaprabhu although his complexion is not blackish he is krishna himself he is accompanied by his associate servants weapons and confidential companions so i mean this is just one we can go on and on and on so many you go and uh, refer to the class i have maybe somebody can help him in the comment section post the link and you can watch that it's i think in the third chapter third chapter of adilila i guess second or third chapter somewhere around there of adilila of chetan charitamrita that's when we covered that whole thing in that one one of the sessions okay so next ryan kushal again wow four questions i have to no ran kushal third question one second okay so i am a bit confused canto 4.18 or 16 the sons of diti and the demons transformed prahlad maharaj who was born in asura family into a calf and extracted various kinds of liquor and beer which they put into a pot made of iron in which one manmantra and which culprit is the story of prithu maharaj and prahlad maharaj before or after prithu maharaj i thought swambhu manmantra according to 4812 but this is not swambhu manmantra please can you clarify this what are, what are you talking about I need to know what the you know what is the meaning of all this you know into a calf and from the earth they milk the beverage soma which is nectar you know looks like these are all figurative uh, descriptions transform brahaspati into a calf you know what this means you know what this means you see calf means it she will like it will extract the milk from the cow right so sages transform brahaspati into the calf and making the senses into a pot they milked all kinds of vedic knowledge to purify words mind and hearing now there is a similar verse in the gita mahatmya by shankaracharya sarvopanishado gavo dogdhago palanandanah पार्थो वत्स सुधीर्भोक्ता दुग्ध गीतामृत महत् सो दुग्ध मीन्स मिल्क दिस गीतामृत इज मिल्क नेक्टेर इन मिल्क कमिंग फ्रॉम सर्वोपनिषदो गावो द उपनिषद्स हैव बिकम द काओ एंड 
Krishna is the cowherd boy and uh, Arjuna is the calf and Arjuna extracted the milk from the cow of the Upanishads uh, with the help of the Gopal Krishna very beautiful figurative uh, description of the Gita Bhagavad Gita now that means the calf at- extracts something from uh, the you know uh, cow you see so like this brihaspati into a calf means through brihaspati they have received now now dugdham gitamritam mahat so arjuna has extracted the nectarian essence of the sarva upanishad of, of all the upanishads he extracted the essence the cow of upanishad the upanishads compared to, compared to cow and then he extracted the essence of milk which is the gitamritam the nectarian bhagavad gita through gopala who was the cowherd boy so similarly uh, we have to receive through arjuna we have received the milk of the bhagavad gita right and we are now releasing that nectarian beverage so similarly it is a figurative descriptions you know um, extracted various kinds of liquor and beer with the point of pot made of iron okay so this is uh, the the chronological order may not match i i, I need to read more context of about this uh, the before and after this this thing so but anyway but uh, we can understand i think we have done classes i think few years back on this chapters or two three years back i don't know now we are in, we are doing classes on fourth chapter 29th fourth and 29th chapter this was 18th chapter maybe three four years back or something we were there in this chapter and at that time the context was more clear more fresh in the mind but now i have to like read again like what is this all about and honestly i don't have time in this particular session but you can read it like that so this is not exactly a literal uh, description it's a figurative description and uh, how different things came into being and you know how you know ex- we can extract through the so this is the parampara system we extract the milk we cannot get milk directly right from where from the cow we have to receive uh, and that took cow will only give milk because of the calf if there's no calf there's no milk from the cow right so uh, the calf so the agency which which extracts the milk from the cow is the calf so similarly vedas the knowledge is there is all there but unless we receive through the spiritual master so spiritual master is like the calf uh, through the agency of which we are receiving the milk of the essence of all this vedic knowledge is the whole point so like we can get milk from the cow because of the calf if the calf is not there there will be no milk of the cow even a human mother any mother she cannot produce milk if there's no child but the moment the child comes out the milk is available right so that's why it is it is mentioned like that but this is figurative descriptions but um, the entire context i need to so i need to read but this is not a chronological order of uh, what you know under who and anyway prahlad maharaj is eternally famous eternally famous and um, like arjuna always comes with krishna you know bahuni me vyatitani janmani tavaj arjuna so krishna says in fourth chapter fifth verse that many times you and i have taken birth so likewise bhishma dev like for example yamaraj he is telling the 12 mahajans and he mentioned janaka maharaj and bhishma dev and bhishma dev came just 5000 years ago yamaraj spoke this like millions of years ago how he is speaking about bhishma dev here that means bhishma dev comes before maybe before day and the the, the the previous day of brahma or some other kalpa or some other you know every time krishna comes 
these uh, you know eternal associates also join with them and you know engage in these pastimes so maybe it's different to another prahlad maharaj uh, another appearance before we don't know i mean we don't know the full details you know what we're learning in shrimad bhagavatam in is mostly from this day of brahma only one incident is mentioned of a previous day where narad muni said i was a maid servant son in the previous day of brahma now in this day of brahma i became narada so that's only a reference to a previous day but otherwise everything is from this day of brahma only and so much already 18000 verses now just imagine if the entire you know infinite history is mentioned it will never be finished that's why the lord anantadev anantashesh with his thousands of hoods he is trying to glorify he is trying to glorify the lord but you know there's no cessation he cannot end see so that is that is the situation yeah, so i hope that is clear okay ryan kushal again fourth question though oh okay i'll just give you a short answer because it's an important topic okay so are iskon devotees pure or only ritvik devotees are pure i don't know who i should choose iskon or iskm i have studied everything of ritvik and also of iskon and i have talked with topic with devotees but i don't know which is right ritvik or iskon that means we have not studied everything yet um if you have studied it, it should be very clear so you can i i suggest the moderator can uh, give links to our uh, ritvik course i mean the five part video series long videos each video is about 3 hours long we provided shastrik evidence documented evidence and everything all kinds of evidence why the ritvik system is correct it's not that ritviks are all pure no i'm not saying that if i if i say i'm a ritvik follower but then i don't follow any principles that prabhupada laid down i'm not pure and there are so many so called ritviks like that who don't follow the full instructions of prabhupada and say that we are you know prabhupada anugas they're not so that is not the proper way to become a this thing not because i have that is just a step one accept this instruction of the initiation first and then after that again follow all the rules still it's not that one is a follower of prabhupada means immediately is a pure devotee no 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 you still have to follow all the rules and regulations so at least the starting point has to be correct so if you have not if you are not clear then we have presented a five part series please provide the link somebody moderator can provide the link um you can go and watch that okay i will not if i have to explain this i i will take 15 hours <laughs> i have actually taken 15 hours in that series 3 hours videos 5 videos 15 hours more than 15 hours in fact 3 hours plus so <laughs> this session will never end like that one person is asking how can a teen how a, a teen a teenager can join iskm well you first uh, like you now you are attending classes and then you can join us in our uh, contact one of our devotees but um no like yeah you can contact one of our devotees okay so now we come to this question by narayan krishnadas so i think this was already answered but again narayan krishnadas is asking masturbation is illicit sex and sex with wife for enjoyment is illicit sex yes so um 
there are uh, eight types of illicit connection with women and all of them are okay let's smaranam kirtanam keli oh it's not found here right it's actually mentioned in english in the 6.1.13 purport but actually it's quoted it is a verse from sridhar swami quoted uh, in his commentary to 6.1.12 of shrimad bhagavatam so uh, one second ಸಂಕಲ್ಪೋದ್ಯವಸಾಯಿಯ to properly execute celibacy one should not even think or even talk of sex life oh, forget about masturbation which are like you know um, trying to like actively kind of stimulate the senses like that even think or talk reading modern literature and newspapers which are filled with sexual material is also against the principles of Brahma- brahmacharya see similarly indulging in sex in any way looking at and whispering with girls and determining or endeavoring to engage in sex life you see determining and endeavoring bringing sex life are all against the principles of brahmacharya one executes real brahmacharya when all these com- activities come to a halt hmm. so there you have the answer then somebody was answering that uh, 712 something purport i don't know which verse though um but i can show you something um which is yeah 1725 control is breath by pranayam and chant the gayatri mantra or in our case hare krishna maha mantra so if if by chance this happens this is what a brahmachari should do but otherwise the real principle is to never put never to pass semen so there you have the answer so that is illicit sex and sex dharma viruddha kam bhuteshu kamosmi bharatar shabha bhagavad gita chapter 11 so sorry 711 i think you see i am sex life which is not contrary to religious principles a lot of bharatas so what is the purpose of sex to produce child that is real purpose um but people want to use contraceptives want to use um, about resort to abortion and all this because they want to enjoy the pleasure of the genitals but they don't want to take the responsibility of it uh, that is not that is uh, dharma viruddha dharma aviruddha viruddha means against that is against dharma but that is that which is aviruddha which is not against religious principles uh, that should be accepted so that 
what is religious sex then this is the thing srimad bhagavatam 5 5 18 na sasyat svajano na sasyat pitana sasyat janani na sasyat daivam na tatsyan na patischa sasyan namo chayedya samupetam rityum one who cannot deliver his dependence from the path of repeated birth and death should never become a spiritual master a father a husband a mother or a worshipable demigod so if one is not ready to take these responsible positions one should not become a father that does not mean you can have illicit sex yes says i don't want to become a father i don't want children and have illicit sex no sex is only meant for that hmm this is all artificial ways so one has to use it in the proper way and then is dharma viruddha if it is not everything else that is dharma viruddha is illicit sex so even for enjoyment without for uh, for procreation without procreation that is also illicit okay i hope that answers the question okay so please next time don't challenge me like this it is not proper behavior pariprashnena you have to answer in a humble mood in a learning learner's mentality not in a challenging perspective challenging challenging spirit um so anyway um, either me or anyone if you want to answer ask question you ask you know properly okay. now why do you run away you are you are telling i am running away i mean this is absolute nonsense you know but i want to respect i want to honor the other devotees questions first they have asked before right so it is only fair that i answer the questions first so i would uh, expect more mature behavior from a devotee than what you earlier exhibited i i have seen that you have uh, apologized so okay so next question wow okay this i have answered ah this is a good thing this is a good thing dhiradas only four sampradayas are bona fide regarding sampradaya <clears throat> why only four and the four are brahma sampradaya rudra sampradaya which is shiva shri sampradaya lakshmi and kumara sampradaya which is chatush kumara chatur kumara what happened to that sampradaya krishna said i spoke to the sun god he said that sampradaya was broken right but it is broken on earth maybe so on the sun it is still not broken and sun god is still there i mean the acharya is still living <laughs> krishna said i spoke to the sun god but the, the knowledge was lost if the sun god is living how the knowledge was lost so we should ask these questions now so this parampara is a very important topic a very interesting topic as well why krishna said the parampara is lost when the person sun god who krishna spoke to is still alive he still has he has received the knowledge from krishna so he is as competent to deliver the knowledge so why why is it lost it is lost on earth on the sun planet is not lost now he krishna is speaking on earth so that sampradaya is no more active now because the, the things changed because um imam vivasvate yogam proktavan aham avyam vivasvan manave praham manur ikshvakave bravat ikshvaku is a son of uh, grandson of vivasvan but he was on the earth and his ikshvaku the raghuvamsha 
that whole dynasty of uh, lord ramachandra and all that that is surya vamsha that is the sampradaya which was coming and then eventually down line somewhere it was lost you see ishvaku was was on earth so on the earth it is lost on the sun it is not lost he is still the king and he is still ruling according to krishna consciousness principles and he is the acharya there just like arjuna received knowledge directly from krishna he sun got received knowledge directly from krishna also so why krishna said is lost is lost on earth so on the earth the current active sampradayas are these four and to be very honest out of all those our gaudiya vaishnava sampradaya which is brahma sampradaya is the most active one currently the vast majority of preaching is happening because of this uh, hari krishna movement shri sampradaya is the other more most active sampradaya but uh, so many deviations are happening i think there are some still strict followers but then the wide the wide worldwide preaching that is going on in our sampradaya which is the most active um now a sampradaya now we know our sampradaya right the 32 names krishna brahma narada vyasa um, madhvacharya padmanabha narahari akshobhya gyana tirtha gyana sindhu all this now is this a line actually it is not it is like a tree parampara is always like a tree it is not simply like one line only for example krishna spoke to brahma brahma had so many disciples narada is only one of them and narada had many disciples vyasa is only one of them so what happened to the other disciples of narada like prahlad maharaj dhruv maharaj uh, the 11000 sons of daksha and all the i mean even yudhishthir maharaj received instructions and even uh, kamsa he was not a disciple but you know narada spoke to so many so many even the hunter in the forest that uh, mrigari narada you know he delivered so many souls right so there are also direct disciples of narada muni and prahlad maharaj also spoke to so many of his you know school friends and all this and he also had disciples he and dhruv maharaj is a devotee he he must have taught this uh, thing you know in his planet dhruvaloka so it is like a tree with many many branches ours is this particular branch now if you in a, in a tree there are you know the tree is like like this right so there is one twig on the top suppose now if we have to trace if we have to continuously you know trace its path to the root it will be one line like it okay this twig is the is this tree's branch and then this tree mixes with the the previous branch in this place and this place and finally it can trace it back to the root but then these branches have other sub branches sub branches some branches so this line that we have this 32 um, uh, acharyas in our sampradaya this is one particular trace of line to this so actually parampara sampradayas are like tree it's not just like simple one line linear it's not linear so four sampradayas because those are the current active ones in this on this planet but on other planets other sampradayas are still going on it's not that only these four exist like sun sampradaya you know the in the in the sun his sampradaya the sun god sampradaya is still going on and maybe the other planets also but the ikshvaku's line that one yeah but i think vivaswan uh, manu manu vivaswata manu i think he must have, i don't know how many sons he has i must check in the bhagavatam i think he may, he may have other sons also ikshvaku maybe only one of them and what about the other sons maybe they are still having parampara so we don't know so parampara sarva sampradayas are trees not just lines linear so on earth yes four bona fide sampradayas 
okay what else do we have what about 2035 prophecy by Shri Prabhupada what is that prophecy what prophecy is that MK Sharma is asking what about 2035 prophecy by Prabhupada I don't know let 2035 come and uh, show what prophecy is that and anyway uh, oh okay now only I'm seeing this part by the yes girlfriend type well he can associate um, and um, he can you know take to Krishna consciousness and make her also devotee and quickly get married and make it stabilized but now it is unstable like that so make her a devotee also and then you know get into marriage Ryan Kushal is asking which class oh World War 3 or oh, 2035 World War 3 probably yeah. did Prabhupada say 2035 did he pinpoint 2035 if he did no. Anyway, the way the world is going, it's heading towards that. I mean, things at one point will escalate to a point where, I mean, Prabhupada said there's all these nuclear weapons that are that are built, they will be used. Oh, that's a very scary proposition, and I mean it's a scary prophecy. But, but looks like you know, I mean otherwise why why these things are built? So it is actually Maya's way of building up to destroy. So in the future, sometime. So it's going to be horrible if you stay in this material world so quickly become Krishna conscious and get out of this. Ah, further evidence of Lord Chaitanya in the... Uh, of Lord Chaitanya. Ah, this one. This link. You can go and see. My question is, which Manmantra did the story happen? I have to check, now nah, Which mantra? I have to check the whole chapter. I have to see which... But then as I told, this may not be chronologically this thing. Even if it was before, before, before Prahlad Maharaj itself, don't be too uh, confused about the whole thing. Bhagavatam is not arranged in a chronological order. It is arranged in an order where of progressive advancement of Krishna consciousness. So things may you know, be explained in a different, different time zones at different times. But um, take the message. So I have explained kind of what the, what the calf and all that means. It's a means of extraction of some other thing. So anyway... Um, Ritvik system of initiations link is here Smaranam Kirtanam Keli this is here okay there is some quote from a lecture I guess yeah covered me entirely okay Smaranam Kirtanam Keli and actually indulging in sex life Prekshanam looking overlooking a nice boy or nice girl that is also against Brahmacharya Guhyam Asanam whispering between girls and boys that is also against Brahmacharya Guhyam Asanam Sankalpam then determination of sex life Vyavasaya endeavouring how to affect sex life so when we can stop wait a second so when we can stop all these activities that is real brahmacharya it is very difficult at the present age etan maithunyam what is that etan maithunyam ashtangam pravadanti manishinaha vikarita brahmacharyam medas ashtanam lakshanamiti oh this part I did not know so brahmacharya means that you cannot think of sex life, you cannot talk of sex life, you cannot whisper about sex life, you cannot endeavor for sex life. These eight types of activities in sex indulgence are against brahmacharya life. But here, it is but here it is prescribed that if you want to make solution of all problems of life, then you adopt you have to adopt life of tapasya, austerity, which begins, begins from brahmacharya. 
okay thank you very much for that Dheeradas, is there no possibility of a bona fide guru to appear outside of these four Vaishnava sects? No. On this earth? No. At least as of now. The Surya Sampradaya was current. At that time it was on earth. That was a bona fide Sampradaya back then, but now no. Okay, now I will just go to Instagram. Sorry, I'm sorry I'm keeping you so long. But I think I have promised on Instagram that I will kind of uh, answer their questions. Uh, and I have <laughs> a lot of questions on Instagram. <sighs> okay, I don't know. <laughs> I really, really don't know. Uh, okay. You know what? Okay, let me just read out and okay. So, some of them, I think, are long. Maybe did not fit into them. So one of the questions is. Okay, let's see. Sir, once more, please tell about Mukundamala and about Kulushekar Alwar. Maybe we'll do a separate series on that one. Um, that is a very big topic of Mukundamala Stotra, no? so we'll do another one. Um, next question. Please save this session, Prabhu. Uh, I will. And this is actually already there, so you can access it anytime you want. Yana Mataji said, my question is indirect. But you know what? There's no other question. It's just indirect. Maybe. Oh, indirect. Maybe direct message. DM. Oh. Okay. Maybe I'll ask. I'll answer in a direct message. Maybe I think she ans asked the question today in the class. I think I've already answered that. Okay. Kaka Singh. Is there. If there is duality here on earth, is there duality in Vaikuntha also? Um, no. There everything is spiritual. Here duality means we have to understand. It's matter and spirit now. Matter and spirit, material and spiritual. In there, everything is spirit. So in that sense, Sarvam Khalvidam Brahma. Everything is spiritual. So in that sense, it is oneness. But then there is spiritual variegatedness there. Even though it is one, it is still spiritually variegated. Hmm. So, yes. So there is and is not duality. Duality in the sense, we are dual. Like Krishna and we. Like Mayavadis, they say, we Advaitam. No more duality. We become one with the Lord. But in the spiritual world, it is Dvaitam. Because we and the Lord are always separate. In that way, there is duality. But there is no duality of material and spiritual because everything is spiritual. But then there is again this variegatedness, spiritual variegatedness in the Satchitananda. Ananda Chinmaya Rasaprati Bhavita Abhis. Ananda Chinmaya. All variegatedness is Ananda Chinmaya, spiritual. So that is there. So, yeah, short answer. <laughs> Sorry. But I, I hope you get the answer. Okay, next question by Kaka Singh. <clears throat> Why can't a non-devotee offer food to Krishna by offering and eating? Won't it purify him? Well, because Krishna says Bhaktya. Bhaktya means one who is following the rules and regulations. See, like, okay, let me first 
टिकेट नाइन पत्रम पुष्पम फलम तोयम योमे भक्त्या प्रयच्छति तदहम भक्त्युपहृतम अश्नामि प्रयतात्मनः इफ वन ऑफर्स मी विद लव एंड डिवोशन लीफ अ फ्लावर फ्रूट और वाटर आई विल एक्सेप्ट इट विद लव एंड डिवोशन नाउ देयर वाज एन इंसिडेंट इन कृष्णा महाभारत वेयर दुर्योधन इनवाइटेड कृष्णा टू अ लैविश फीस्ट ही मेड मोस्ट लैविश फीस्ट बिकॉज़ ही वांटेड टू गेट द फेवर ऑफ कृष्णा सो दैट ही विल फेवर देम इन द वॉर इन द इंपेंडिंग अपकमिंग वॉर बिकॉज़ एवरीबॉडी पांडवस एंड कौरवस वर making preparations for the war and he wanted krishna's favor so he actually you know tried to invite him and you know, do this but because duryodhan was against the devotees pandavas krishna will not bestow mercy in fact duryodhan was eventually destroyed in the war but then so he did not take so although he was offering to krishna hey but he is offering and after all it is good thing right he is offering no he is not devotee krishna did not take whereas the devotee vidura's house he ate bananas peels the banana skins because out of ecstasy he wanted to give him banana then he was a poor man so he was giving banana but in the ecstasy of oh krishna supreme personality of god it is in my house you know in the great ecstasy he was peeling the banana and giving the peel and throwing the banana giving the peel and throwing the banana all the dustbin was full of bananas and the peels were in krishna's mouth <laughs> so krishna ate even the peel because it was given with devotion <clears throat> so in our case why a non devotee cannot offer because offer devotee who is a devotee a devotee is one who is following the instructions of a pure devotee so 16 rounds minimum following the four regulative principles these are the uh, instructions given by the spiritual master and if i don't do that what kind of a devotee i am just for my convenience i just offer and then eat no i must chant i must have some qualities of a devotee devotee means in my life am i living like a devotee what is my life like krishna arjuna asked a question to krishna how does a transcendentalist walk talk speak sit you know he asks everything why because he wants to know the symptoms how the pure devotee lives hmm and uddhav also asked the same question and krishna asked in i mean answered in very great detail in the 11th canto i think the last uh, session we have described that in detail so one who lives like that he is a pure devotee ambarish maharaj every aspect of his life is devoted to krishna's devotee means one who is devoted just like employee means one who is employed in a company right so devotee means one who is devoted to krishna where is the devotion if i don't if i can't even chant 16 rounds a day which is only 2 hours which is i'm not even devoting my entire time to chanting 2 hours which is 1/11th that means 9% of my day it's a 9% dedication to krishna only of course the other time of the day we have to engage in other services but at least that much the minimum baseline standards of a devotee so so that's why so we have to be situated like that and then krishna will definitely accept and then next mr crazy 78 i don't know who is this i hope you're not crazy before which incarnation did hayagriva incarnation appeared means it was dot 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 i don't know what he wrote because i think this instagram clips off the content the the question i cannot see the full question so i think the questions have to be like really short only then i can see them or something like that so let me see Oh, I can see. Yeah, I can see. I can see. Sorry. So, before which incarnation did Hayagriva incarnation appear? Means it was second, third, or fourth, or which? <laughs> well, you cannot count. You cannot count that it is first. Like in Dashavatar, this is the first, right? Matsyavatar. It's not even the first. Matsyavatar is not the first incarnation. In the Dashavatar list, it is the first. But before that, there are innumerable. Like which wave in the ocean is the first wave? No, ocean uh, waves are just going on and on. When it started, you know, from eternity it was there. So like that, there are like waves in the ocean. 
there are innumerable incarnations like but if when exactly did he come after those the in the dashavatar after which avatar he came if that's what you're asking then i do not know i really have to read again that subject offhand i do not know i agree when exactly he came in which manvantara in which day and after which incarnation i really like uh, try to look here and there and sometimes it can be misleading like yamaraj he mentioned bhishma dev eh now bhishma dev came before or after ajamil because it was ajamil's case right yamadutas and yamaraj conversation and then he mentioned uh, bhishma dev eh? bhishma dev before ajamil ajamil was like millions of years ago and bhishma dev 5000 years ago how come bhishma dev means <coughs> bhishma dev actually came before so we do not know which iteration of those incarnation so there are so many things so in the end it doesn't really matter when he came we should take the real you know the, the message and follow the instructions of such incarnation and the vedic scriptures that he leaves and follow so now we have prabhupad we have chaitanya mahaprabhu we have the latest incarnation you know every, now everything in kaliyuga everybody wants to follow the latest fad the latest fashion so we have the latest incarnation chaitanya mahaprabhu and the latest acharya shri prabhupad and let's follow that <laughs> that's the you know <laughs> you'll get complete success okay next question raj panchal cause behind the phases of the moon what is the cause behind the phases of the moon wow astronomical question <laughs> well the movement of the moon is i think briefly described in the fifth canto of shrimad bhagavatam you can go and see and why does it move like that and um, actually it is because its rotation i mean how to say it moves much faster than the sun and it's twice as big uh, twice as farther than the sun as try i mean no 1.6 million miles away from the sun and the whole movement is mentioned in the fifth canto you can go and read it i think the exact chapter i don't exactly know uh let's see just to point to the chapter i want to read the entire thing now moon orbit moon um You see, three, count to three. Chapter eleven, thirteen, and fourteen. There's something about the moon. Twenty-eight. Actually, in the fifth count, is where. Five twenty-two five, five twenty-two five of Shrimad Bhagavatam. You see, the sun god, and his uh, orbit. You know, according to. that aggregate of those 12 months is called samvatsara on entire year according to lunar calculations two fortnights one waxing moon and the other waning from form one month there is pitruloka there is something about the moon there and the other one i don't know if this is about the moon orbit of the sun vatsa vastaranim vastaranim here also it is about sun god though something about the moon and its distance from the sun 1.6 million miles i think that is um i mean you can read you know in the in the fifth canto you know mandalani orbits you know it's you know this is one thing actually um moon sun if you if you search like that then in the fifth canto you will find some information so 549 and the 5 168 
Okay, you go and do and do some research there. Okay. Yeah, here I think I think in the five twenty two five I think in the purport is mentioned. Oh no, purport. Okay, sorry. I think five twenty two. Seven. The sun god has three speeds. Okay. You see, therefore, because of the movements of the sun and moon, there's a difference of twelve days between the solar and lunar years. Yes. Okay, that's something there. Five twenty-two eight. Above the rays of the sunshine by a distance of one hundred thousand yojanas, eight hundred thousand miles is the moon. Oh, so eight hundred thousand miles, not one point six million. Uh, sorry. Which travels at a speed faster than that of the sun. In two lunar fortnights, the moon travels through the equivalent of a samvatsar of the sun. In two and a quarter days, it passes through a month of the sun, and in one day, it passes through a fortnight of the sun. So you see the speed of the moon. So here, some information is there. So five twenty-two eight. So I'm going to read it. You know, get some idea. I mean, there are. In fact. I remember when I was uh, in junior college, somebody asked me about, uh, not me. Uh, we had a physics professor who was very much into physics and you know physics science and all that. So somebody, one of the students, he asked. He was a bright student in the class, and he asked the physics professor, "How okay, Earth travels around the sun, and then how the moon travels? What is moon? Like moon is traveling around the Earth, and the Earth is traveling around the sun. Is like traveling like this." And then it's rotating on its own. Of course, that is a scientist's understanding, but the Vedic understanding is totally different. But even with that kind of understanding, the professor said actually the, mo the movement of the moon is very very complex to understand, um, to come to a kind of a equation to how to define the movement of the moon is very difficult. He said. So in modern physics also, you know, it's 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 difficult for them to actually understand. But from here we can understand that it's you know. It's it's way different from what the scientists actually think it is, so that's why in the purport, Prabha says, since the moon is so distant, how space vehicles could go there is a doubtful mystery. <laughs> in fact, he said they did not go there. So, anyway, okay, what's the next? Pradyumna Rao, please tell something about Pitruloka. Will Krishna conscious devotee go to Pitruloka after death? No, no, no. Okay, just I'll show a short verse. We can show a lot of things about this topic, but I'll just keep it short. Devotees don't go to Pitruloka; they go directly to Vaikuntha. Nine twenty-five. Yanti deva vrata devan pitriyanti pitruvrata bhutaniyanti bhuteja yanti madhya jinopimam. Those who worship the demigods will take birth among the demigods. Those who worship the ancestors go to the ancestors. Those who worship ghosts and spirits will take birth among such beings, and those who worship me will live with me. That means they go back to Vaikuntha, so they don't go to Pitruloka. Pitruloka is just one of the planets, one of the lower planets in the in the universe. It's not even a very exalted planet. It's a, it's a, I mean it's, it's like a heavenly planet, but you can always fall down any time. Then next, I am Louis. I think his name is Louis something. So anyway, what is the question? If we can see the planets of Swargaloka, why can't we see the planets of Atalaloka? Questions of subterranean heavenly planets. Actually, the 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 reason why. the subterranean planets are invisible is actually maybe because even we understand the way earth is there, the bhumandala we don't even i think properly understand bhumandala and it's a it's a highly debated topic there are many devotees debating on how the fifth kanda should be understood and how the universal situation is understood especially the bhumandala 
and this is like below 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 somewhere in the nether regions and somehow it's not accessible we can't even see them why can't we see them that's a good question i don't really know because we really need to know how the bhumandal is actually situated because it's many many devotees actually say there's a kind of flat thing and uh, i don't know exactly how it is um it's difficult to envision from our state our point of view but you know krishna would definitely know of course and the demigods would know they have a much high better perspective and uh, i think you know what i can say is this ஸ்வாமி clearly answered when a potter's wheel is moving <coughs> now we from outside we see the potter's wheel is moving okay so when a potter's wheel is moving and small ants located on that big wheel are moving with it one can see that their motion is different from that of the wheel because they appear sometimes on one part of the wheel and sometimes on another so they are going from one place to another on the potter's wheel but for them they are just moving like that little bit but for us they are moving along with the wheel and their motion coupled with it it's a totally different perspective that we see it from so you can just see everybody the relativity of movement and time and you know it it causes a different perception for different people so uh, i'll read it all when a potter's wheel is moving and small ants located on that big wheel are moving with it one can see that their motion is different from that of the wheel because they appear sometimes on one part of the wheel and sometimes on another similarly the signs and constellations with sumeru and dhruvaloka on their right move with the wheel of time and the ant like sun and other planets move with them the sun and planets however are seen in different signs and constellations at different times this indicates that their motion is different from that of the zodiac and the wheel of time itself so uh, this is a, of course explanation of you know different Uh, movement of the sun and all that how we see how we perceive but then it also gives an understanding like how a potter would see a potter's wheel and how the ant on the wheel sees the potter's wheel like if the earth is rotating like i i think i'm now stationary but if a person who is like away and if the earth is rotating he will see that i'm actually rotating but i feel i'm stationary um, but you know of, of course i don't know how much we are rotating and how much you know how actually the whole thing is even working um and how the revolutions and rotations and all this we are all moving about the axis of the pole star and how each of these you know are affecting our days and nights and seasons and years and you know millennia and all this you know it's a, it's a great arrangement and we are in a minute part of that whole movement of the cosmic arrangement so our understanding is very simplistic whereas actual movement is much much more complex than we can envision so anyway in to short in answer 
to the question i don't really know why we can't see atal loka vitala loka sutala and talatal and all this but there is a there descriptions are there in the vedic literature and therefore we accept it just like we don't know like we can see the sun the moon the dhruva loka we can see but saptarishi we can see and some we cannot see we cannot understand so but from the vedic scriptures we have to understand these things all right so another question how to stay in krishna consciousness while some are engaged in material activities like job or office well chant hari krishna of course tasmat sarveshu kale shri krishna says always think of me while engaging in your fighting business arjuna so how to think always of krishna when you know doing our job or something so start first chanting hari krishna follow the regulative principles you know mangalarati these things cannot be compromised hearing regular reading of rupa's books regular hearing from devotees classes uh, taking prasadam every single day every single meal every single thing that you eat should be prasadam chanting 16 rounds minimum um, if you keep this then uh, you can always stay in krishna consciousness no matter where we are narayana para sarve na kutashchana bibhyati svarga apavargana argesh apitulya artha darshana so even in hell also we can stay comfortably if we follow these principles and therefore chaitanya mahaprabhu when there was a story of one of the devotees who was being tortured by some uh, king then he was you know hanging from something and below there were you know some uh, spikes like this you know and he would uh, he would be killed you know if he if he gave up his you know this thing and and then some devotees narrated that to chaitanya mahaprabhu oh, this devotee is being tortured like this chaitanya mahaprabhu did not ask anything he just asked what is the devotee doing now he's constantly without end he's without stoppage he's chanting hare krishna hare krishna chaitanya mahaprabhu said that is very very good that's what i want to hear so that's what you want because body may die this way that way either by spike or by you know like uh, uh, this coronavirus which also has some spikes i guess so or by some accident or whatever you know whatever may happen the body is definitely going to be ending spirit soul will not so at the time of marane raneva there's like uh, radha krishna pranam or jugal kishore जीवन मरणे गति आर नहीं मोर यू नो वेदर आई एम लिविंग और डाइंग राधा कृष्णा प्राण मोर युगल किशोर ओनली कृष्णा इज माय शेल्टर सो हियर आल्सो इन मुकुंदमाला स्तोत्र किंग कुलशेखर इज सेइंग सत्यम ब्रवीमि मनुजा स्वयमूर्ध बाहुर्यो यो मुकुंद नरसिंह जनार्दनेति जीवो जपत्यनुदिनम मरणे रणेवा पाषाण काष्ठ सदृशा यददात्य भीष्टम Oh mankind with arms high raised high i declare the truth any mortal who chants the names mukunda narasimha and janardan day after day even in battle or when facing death will come to regard his most cherished ambitions as no more valuable than a stone or block of wood so at even at the time of hour of death we have to i think that verse is there misconceptions of the death what is that 1184 yeah 1184 of shrimad bhagavatam I mean there are so many. <laughs> Never mind. I'll just go to the next question. One is saying Hare Krishna. Okay, good. Hare Krishna, where are you from? I am from. Oh, I mean we all are from spiritual world, but in this body I was born in uh, Guntur. I, I was. I came. I for the majority of my childhood I lived in Hyderabad, and I shifted to Singapore, and half of my life now is in Singapore. Has been spent in this life in this body in Singapore. Okay last one i guess What should be our reaction when someone defames our Guru Shri Prabhupada 
<coughs> what is that purport where uh, it says that jivago swami says we should argue we should uh, defeat the person in argument or uh, kill the other person cut his tongue and kill ourselves <laughs> and or leave that place so these three uh, these are the things we should do of course the best thing is we have to defeat the person in argument and if we can't do that we'll leave the place think Four four seventeen. If one hears an um, irresponsible person blaspheme the master and control of religion, one should block his ears and go away, if unable to punish him. But if he is one is able to kill, then one should by force cut out the blasphemer's tongue and kill the offender. And after that, one should give up his own life. So here, Prabhupada explains. Um, okay, the answer to that argument is that Sati. Okay, what is that argument? Okay, that anyway, Lord Shiva was offended. if possible she should have cut out daksha's tongue because he is blaspheming lord shiva in other words lord shiva is a protector of religion a person who vilifies him should be killed at once and after killing such person one should give up one's life that is a process but because daksha's daksha happened to be father of sati she did not kill him but to give up her own life in order to compensate for the great sin she had committed by hearing blasphemy of lord shiva so the instruction set forth here in bhagavatam is that one should not tolerate at any cost the activities of a person who vilifies or blasphemes an authority if one is a brahmana he should not give up his body because by doing so he would be responsible for killing a brahmana therefore a brahmana should leave the place or block his ears so that he will not hear the blasphemy if one happens to be a kshatriya he has the power to punish any man therefore a kshatriya should at once cut out the tongue of the vilifier and kill him but as far as vaishyas and shudras are concerned they should immediately give up their bodies sati decided to give up her body because she considered herself among shudras and vaishyas so anyway brahmana also another place it is said that he must leave the place uh, sorry sorry he must defeat him in argument you know that is also said jivago swami states that um, uh, okay the another verse is that 107440 nindam bhagavata shranvam tatparasya janasya tato na paite yahasopi yatyadha sukrata chutaha anyone who fails to immediately leave the place where he hears the criticism of the supreme lord or faithful devotees will certainly fall down bereft of his pious credit now where is that part hmm jeeva goswami uh, defeat argument not able to find that particular this thing the other day only we were reading about it
I I don't know. Uh, somehow I'm not able to find that particular one. Anyway, uh, that's the thing. We have to defeat the person in argument uh, if we can. Otherwise, we'll leave the place. Okay, I think that's the end of all the questions. Hare Krishna. Dandavat Pranam, all glories to Shri Prabhupada. And all glories to all of you. Still nine people, ten people are here. Wow. Twelve o'clock here in, the, in Singapore. Midnight. All right. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Chilo Prabhupada ki jai. Anta Gauri Vaishnava Prindu ki jai. Nitai Gaur Premanande Hari Hari Gauri.